Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. A good morning, everybody. Uh, happy, happy Sports Saturday across the nation. It's Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, together with the fellas coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more in car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate. Quote, big bleeping link. <laughs> What's happening, Kevin? What's happening, social distance man? That's right. Now we are, we are practicing at its extreme. You're in Philadelphia. I'm in Phoenix. And the crew's in Los Angeles. I, yeah. I don't think we can get any further apart. No, I <laughs> really. think we're safe. Um, <laughs> I, how was how was your week? Uh, we I, I'm curious how you've been handling this thing and the kids and how's this how's this week been. Well, this week decided to implement bike rides, daily bike rides, and we kind of changed it up. We, we play a game called Follow the Leader, where whoever turn it is to lead just goes wherever they want to go, and we follow just to get a little exercise out. But oh, I love that. 
Yeah, but it, you know, it's been somewhat challenging because trying to keep their minds stimulated. Uh, the routine that we have in my household is in the morning, you know, wake up fairly decent hour. I mean, I wake up early and I don't expect them to get up at 5 a.m., but around 9, 930, they get up and uh, first of all, make up their beds and then they get some breakfast and then we basically have schoolwork and they've got programs um, that they're doing online. Um, uh, there's one program I've used is called IXL and, um, and it has in representing your child's grade level lessons from there and now starting Monday both Arizona and California school districts will give online lessons basically okay so they'll be online yeah yeah because the schools are closed for the remainder of the school year right so So what will happen is now will they so will will they're going to be with you yeah they're they're for the time being yeah there's there's no reason for them to go back um I'm rather leery of having them travel at all at this particular nah, man. point. So, yeah, I, I, no, that's yeah. great. Actually, yeah. it's probably cozy for you too, man. It's great to have the, the kitties with. Well, you it, it is. That is, time. you know, it's it's. It, it, but you get a little stir crazy because just not having that ability to do something else is tough. But it's you know trying to trying to stress to the children how serious this is. I, know. I mean, they 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 think they want to hang out. Let's go over at my friend's house. No, 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 no. Can't go anywhere. And they look at you like, "What do you mean? You can't go anywhere." And you just yeah, try they to don't understand them. it. Mm-hmm. Then they because they still see normalcy, other than right. they're not going to school, right? So they see the normalcy that's going on, and they're like, "Well, you know, what about my friends? What about yeah. going over? You know, Uncle Joey's house? What about?" And that's this? just it. Yeah. yeah, my niece and the main one, who's a friend of hers, is is having a birthday. Well, birthday is next week. Was talking about having a get together and a sleepover at her dad's house, and she was like, "Can we go?" I was like, "No." You can't. I can't. I can't. And in trying to stress the importance, I can't have you leave the house, run the risk that something happens to you or you bring something back to this house. See, that's the can't. problem. That's yeah, exactly I mean, right. That's, and, 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 that's the, and that's a huge problem. And, you know, we see this in my neck of the woods in the Northeast where it's real challenging, man. I mean, New York City is, uh, is tough. It, yeah. it really is what's going on in New York, and I have a lot of friends. I worked there for a long time, and, and of course, being in Philly, we're ninety minutes away. So mm-hmm. it's uh, and a lot of New Yorkers live down where I'm at, and it's it's a uh, it's it's scary. It's a scary yeah. time. Front lines between New York, New Jersey, and uh, and Pennsylvania, our kind of tri-state area. It, it's been uh, it's been scary. A lot of cases. No doubt. All over the place, rampant. I mean, I look at what's going on in hospitals and uh, on the medical people who are just amazing. I mean, what they've done is it's just amazing. Uh, totally agree. And the, the fact that they're on the, the forefront and, and fighting the fight for us is putting their lives in jeopardy. And when you hear about the, the lack of, you know, necessary equipment, uh, definitely you tip your hat to them. Oh, my God. And, you know, people are stepping up in the sports world and, and trying to get in uh, – Doing their part in this in this fight against the COVID nineteen. I, I, one of the things though that is scary and is that when you look at from state to state, it varies. Um, and it, and some people, it, it's amazing that you know I listened to the the governor of Alabama, mm-hmm. and the governor of Alabama says, "Well, uh, it, it's a real di- a difference maker when we realize that uh, it can be." transmitted uh just by airborne by walking right. around yeah i was like dude this has been going on for a month where you right. been man right like leadership 
at least this is where people count on its government. Government. I mean, this is what. And I'll tell you one thing. I mean, the the, the governors and kind of my neighboring states have stepped up in a big way, and they were forced to because of the cases. Certainly, but it's it's coming everywhere, and that's the problem. Yeah. Is that you know people that are less affected, you you start to wonder, and and then until it you know you get it goes in your area, and then the math takes over. Yeah, and look, we've said it before the last couple of weeks. You know, I'm this is almost like out of a movie because we're so close to national martial law, and I know that there are a lot of governors and probably even the president don't want that because it might issue a sense of panic. But that's how severe we're looking. When the cases are going up, you know, you don't even know who's out there. When you, when I read the report this week that someone who might have the COVID nineteen virus doesn't even show symptoms can still pass it on. I mean, you know, what do you, what are you doing? When people are going out in public, what are you doing? There are states that are shut down that have curfews, and you still have people who are out there and like that, that arrogance. Well, I'm, I, I can do what I want to do, and I'm grown. And 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 again, this is what causes the spread of it. You know, more and more people have to take the responsibility. Now, there are people out there who are. There's no doubt about it. But without you know, a doubt, it, but strange. this isn't an idea. Uh, this isn't, you know, because I, like, I get the sense that there is an underlying. Well, what well, you can't tell me what to do. It's yeah. like, listen, man. Yeah. Th- this is uh, this is not about like you said being grown and all this other stuff. It's not this a punishment. Right, this is about public exactly safety. Yeah. Right, this is goes yeah. well beyond. I, you know, it, it, it's so interesting because of you know the other day I, I I you know having to do some stuff you know for work, I I, I go I'm passing by a playground. There's you know twenty guys playing basketball. Like, that's that's doing, my point. Man? Yeah, I mean, what are you, what are you, yo yo ho hello, what are you doing, man? Can't be playing ball out. It's crazy. If the NBA stopped, you think it's all right for you guys to get together and play? Right. And it's amazing. Now, I, I want to get to uh, the sports world for a second. And because, again, there is still more talk about the NBA. And the NBA seems hell-bent on trying to play something the rest <laughs> of the season. True. And, and I got to tell you, I Link, I don't understand it. I mean, it's pretty clear he ain't playing ball, man. Like there, I, I would be surprised if the, if baseball could get in half a season. Right, right. And look, I honestly feel that it's it's a part where big business is trying to is trying to you know basically go up against common sense. I mean, if you see something that this severe that we're facing, the the pandemic around the world, why are you even thinking about sports? If anything, you you want the health of your players' safety and their, and their families. Stay home with your families, but you know you got you got businessmen out there like, whoa, we're missing on a lot of money here. Yeah, well, uh, you know everybody I mean, is to for, yeah. you know again, you know from the little guy right, right, like us and and the, some of our listeners, probably the majority yeah. of our listeners, absolutely, you know, all up through the food chain. I mean, yeah. it hits all of us. Yeah. But I mean, again, we got to curtail this thing now. I, I just don't see. I mean, first of all, we're everybody's basically on lockdown for at least until May first, right? Right, right. And when you think about it, Link, and you start to to kind of extrapolate where Italy is, 
and how we were, you know, how far behind we were. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I don't see, I don't see any kind of. All right, let's open things up, but you buy, you know, really probably by the middle of June, July. We're probably looking at summertime before we relax some of the social distancing. And again, I mean, the last thing you want is to relax social distancing and then this thing make a, a second kind of wave through it all. Yeah, especially when your, down. Num- your numbers are growing every day here in America. People are getting tested and finding out there's more and more. So we haven't seen a spike. We haven't seen that 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 top off, if you will. So yeah, yeah it's, it's a long way were, to go. I was reading, and they they don't expect a peak to this thing until the end of April. So until you get the end of April, and then you got you have to make sure that while we hope that it goes on the downward slope, that it, I still think it's probably going to be a while until you got no cases. Oh, I definitely know it's going to be a while until, you, until that happens because you still have like the people you're talking about out there playing basketball. You still have people who are doing their 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 daily routine and to some extent and and, and not adhering the warnings. So that's just the way that the, this thing is going to spread. It's not going to be I stopped. Know. No, and, and people really just have to understand that you're not immune to it, no matter what right. community you live in. There's a right. around my way there is a there's a kind of a belief among the African-American community that um, it was it was benign to them. And you want to, and, and there's been a big uh, push to help people, to try to help people in neighborhoods to make people realize that it affects everybody. Right. That you're not immune to it, which is scary, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. like, God forbid, I mean, that's how quickly the thing spreads, what are you doing? Are you spraying down packages and everything? Oh man, we're just religiously washing hands, and I've got wipes with me everywhere I go. You got wipes in the studio, and came in the studio, yeah. and and just keeping your hands away from your face, your eyes, yeah. and your mouth. You know things yeah. like that. This, but I'm not, I'm not living in a paranoia. I'm not dealing with paranoia. No, I know I a lot of my be- friends are, a lot of my people that I know are dealing with paranoia. But at the same point, I'm trying to remain calm because there's there's nothing we can do. I mean, you just have to let it. You, you have to try to protect yourself and let it take its course. Uh, and, and you have to practice the safety, and that's why you know trying to do what's right by the kids, um, keeping them active, keeping their minds going. And but the days are dragging on. It's hard. It is. It's mighty hard. It really is. All right. Well, you know, listen. We all know it's a struggle, and we're all right. in this together. And you know what? For the next four hours. We're going to take your mind off it. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk some sports. You'll mix in some serious stuff. But we'll have some fun. What we watch, which kit, how we're biding our time, get into the games that uh, would have been played and uh, games of the past and have some fun with all that stuff. We're the fellas. He's Big Lincoln Kennedy, HOF. I'm Cuz, Anthony Gargano, together, the fellas, right here on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The fellas. Uh, yes, we lost a talented singer yesterday, Bill Withers. May he rest in heaven. Uh, he's Cuz and I'm Big Link. And we are brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn at the end on your credit card and at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted over 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Cuz, I found myself watching grown men play video games on TV. Oh, you watched night. it? I watched one of them. I think I watched the, the Trey Young one. It was Harrison Barnes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I didn't say it. Yeah. What, what What was interesting to me is how many you know how many guys chose the Bucks. <laughs> it's like, it's, and uh, and going out, a lot of guys chose the Bucks playing it. And so, but it was interesting. Esports is that the is that the future? I know I can't get into it. I'll be honest with you. I I can't. They're gambling I mean, on it too. They're gambling on it. Yeah, I know they are. <laughs> I mean, here's the problem: is that it's. If you can't, if you got to do it via joystick, I, I yeah, I don't trust it. You know, how do you handicap who's better? Like you don't know who's better than is Durant. Obviously, he's not good, right? right. Is, is whoever's better than you know? Come on. Well, though they're doing it for a good cause, the the winners. No, donate, it's good. So, yeah, somebody got is. that. And I, but you know what? What's interesting is the sports thing. I I just don't get though, bro. I grew up. I was a big gamer. And and I remember actually the last time that I played Madden was um, at a Super Bowl in New Orleans. I was playing in a Madden tournament, and this the, the guy that I was playing against had this trick. He learned this little you know little niche in his system that that he was able to take advantage of. And I was like, uh, I put it down. So I said, I don't commit that much time game time uh, to gaming. 
to where you can sit there and find those little things and nuances that that, that people can take advantage of. So it was a uh, that was the end of my gaming career pretty much. <laughs> but esports are big, man. What was the trick? He would he he played with Green Bay and and then they had uh, Reggie White on the roster. He would take his entire defense and put them to one side of the center, except for Reggie White, his defensive front and his linebackers. And what it caused the glitch was what it causes the offensive line that my offensive line all went over there, and Reggie White got to the quarterback so quick. Oh, get out! That's great. Oh my God! So there was nothing. There's nothing yeah. I could do. You know. So even running away, Reggie White was so quick; he was chasing you down. So. Oh, that's great. That's great. I was. <laughs> I, listen. I played. I was playing the two K with the little guy. The little guy loves it. Yeah. So I, you know, listen. I like that stuff too. I'm with you. I'm a sports nerd gamer yeah. too. So I could easily get lost. And we do our. You know, I got to limit myself because otherwise I'll I'll have the kid. Being the kid will be up there all, all night, like you know, <laughs> like that's not good. Right? I got to be the father. So we we were playing. Daddy, daddy, NBA two K two K. He's like, yeah, I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's funny because he's playing with all the all-time. He wants to play the all-time team. So right. he's unstoppable. He's got Jordan. Right. So he always goes bulls, and I I, I got crushed. <laughs> I, you know, I'm trying to go with Sixers and all, right? right, right. You know, and, I, and he's crushing me. <laughs> and then you know, the best is there's nothing like when, when there's nothing better than when your seven-year-old shimmying at you. Yeah, exactly. After he makes a buck. <laughs> after he makes, like, with the score, Daddy. <laughs> I believe that's you know I'm up 15. I go you you, you gotta go study your math. You're up 17. <laughs> Little past it. Yeah. I mean, there was one time I was playing my 13. This is now 13 year old. I was playing him in a, a sports game, and uh, and I'm I'm from the the mentality. I'm, I'm not gonna let you win. You earn it. I'm, I don't get yeah. it. There's no freebies, you know, so I don't care I what agree with that. Is. So, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> so the one time he, he beats me, and I think we were playing Madden or we were playing some football game, he beats me, and he jumped up like, ooh, in your face, in your face. I said, okay, let's run it back. And I beat the snot out of him. <laughs> and he was like, and he was sulking. He's like, you didn't have to beat me that bad. I said, oh, in your face, in your face. <laughs> oh, that's great. You got to be a sore winner and you got to be a sore loser. <laughs> You're gonna that's get right. You're going to take it right up your geeky son. Right. This is exactly right. How about that? Oh, that is classic. Yeah. Um. All right, let's look at the, the first. Before we get into the football, because a lot of football stuff we got to get into, including the draft, including some debates and the whole thing. But I, I want to ask you, do you think you could play – could you play the NBA? No fans, who's in Vegas, who's in Atlantic City, like they're trying to put together? Because they've been talking about this Vegas thing where they get the, they get together in Vegas and they all play at Thomas and Mac. Right. And, but, without again, without media, I just don't know how you're going to do that with gatherings – because even if you stay in quarantined hotels, what? How do you? How do you? Fig, how do you figure it all out? Uh, that's that's just it. I mean, dealing with dealing with this epidemic in, in the way that it is, there's too much logistics that has to happen. And we talked about this last week. You know, they were talking about you know possibility put them on an aircraft carrier. Well, can I take my family with me? If the, if so, we're talking about the risk of even more people being exposed. 
You know what I mean? Right, there, so no, the answer there is no. Okay, okay, so so it's just the players, right? And there's right, no so media. Just the players. There's you know again limited, but to, just to have a basketball game, you're going to have what? Let me think about just to have a game. Forget fans for a second. You need three refs, right? You need. I mean, get away with two, right? But you know, you want you want we need do three. It right. You do three, yeah, yeah. And we, you know, what if somebody's you know not right? Turns an axle. Somebody runs a replay right. area, right? Right. So you need your score people. Mm-hmm. You you need a couple of those the stack guys. Yeah. You got your teams, your coaches, your doctors, trainers. And you know I they're going to show it on TV. So you got TV people. Right. I mean, you got a ton, a ton of people, and then that doesn't count the, you know, li- listen. I I just before the season got shut down, I was doing a lot of traveling. Right. With the Sixers, and the traveling party, I mean, it, it's vast. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, there's, pursuit, yeah. there, there's, they have two masseuses that travel. Of course, you know. Now imagine all the people. Right. I mean, it's a plane load of people. So and that time, you know, all the NBA, right? Yeah. And just, I, I think it's a logistics yeah. nightmare. Chris has something to add on to the Chris. What's up? No, I just as soon as I heard you guys say uh, aircraft carrier too, like I remember when we had some college basketball games that tried playing on an aircraft carrier, and that's always so temperamental because I remember a few, like I think one game actually got called off. I remember this was back in like 2012 or 2013 because perspiration just builds up so yeah, much on those things, became, and just yeah. they couldn't keep the floor dry enough, uh, so yeah. they just had to call this like preseason college basketball game. So I, I can't imagine. If they try to do NBA, like how much that would be an issue just to keep the floor dry. Yeah, they, they won't do that. They won't do the aircraft carrier. The other thing, too, the other problem is the depth perception, the depth perception on the oh, aircraft yeah. carrier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember talking to Jay Wright about that. If you remember when Villanova won the first title, would it be Kansas? Did Was they that be? 2015? Yeah. Was that North Carolina? Uh, Was the first one? Uh yeah maybe then who is the second well maybe they actually who Buddy Heal they played Oklahoma, Oklahoma in the Final Four mm-hmm. you remember that yeah yeah they blew Oklahoma out in the Final Four well earlier that year they in the early part of the season preseason November they played Oklahoma on the aircraft carrier and Oklahoma blew them out blew Villanova out. And then and Villanova goes on this incredible run and all. And I remember I went to Jay. I went, "What happened against Oklahoma?" He goes, "Dude, he goes that he goes playing on those ships. He, like you can't the de- your depth perception is off, so you can't shoot. So it it really kind of messes with you." But I had heard I talked to some people in the league uh, that I know real well, and they were talking about the Vegas thing. And someone brought up half the league in Vegas. And another half in Atlantic City because they have the hotel space. Right. So to play the games on in Vegas and AC. But I again I, I don't know how you do that. I just and, think, I, I think it's a logistic nightmare. And I, I think in yeah. all honesty, you try to you try to force something. If one gets sick, you know, like it like it happened, you know, one gets sick and all of a sudden you're you know, half your team is sick and then you know, you find out because the testing is not quick. A couple of days go by and you found out the team they just faced is sick. I mean, it's it, right. It, it, it becomes a logistic nightmare. It really does. 
Yeah, it's it's it can be real, real scary, and that's why at this point you're better off shutting it down. I don't know what's going to happen. Right. You know, none of us have the crystal ball. All we know right now, it's bad. It's going to be bad for for the immediate future. You know, I don't know when it, when the death and destruction stops to right. where we can focus on sports. I mean, right now, in good conscience, nobody can focus on no, you know, playing games as much as we want them. Right. You know, you got you got. There's no morgue space in New York City. Right. They're having yeah. to use refrigerated trucks for the bodies. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, come on. At some point, That's real. yeah, you got to you got to put that all aside. Uh, all right, let's sit tight. Let's bring in I, our friends. We got Figgy. Hello, Fig. Hey, fellas. How we doing? Figgy. How you, how you uh, holding up, my brother? I'm doing all right. Staying afloat out here. Trying to uh, do what I can to keep busy. Also been jumping into a little bit of the video games. The uh, the girlfriend bought the Nintendo Switch and the, the Mario Kart. So oh. been hooking up with her and a few friends uh, from around the country and getting my butt whipped pretty bad in that. So uh, <laughs> oh, that's, that's been great. occupying some of the time for sure. That's great. How, I, how's it been for you? Like, what, what have you been doing? How's mom, by the way? Mom is doing excellent. Mom's doing Good. excellent. I went and saw her from a distance <laughs> the other day, obviously, um, to make sure she's doing all right. So mom is doing well. Grandmother's doing well. The family's all doing uh, safe and healthy. I'm uh, I'm keeping busy. Uh, the the grind stays the same for me. I'm I'm still going into the office every day. Still working, uh, my uh my regular my regular job on a day in and day out basis. So, which is a good thing for me. And I yeah. I, I, re- I recognize I'm in a unique situation to be able to because a lot of people just want to be able to get out the house for a little bit. You know, sure. I'm I find myself to be fortunate enough to be able to get out of the house for a few hours a day. Didn't have some sense of normalcy and some sense of a routine. Um, something that a lot of us, especially now, you know, before would take for granted. Now we realize, you know, how important that is. Um, so I trust me, I recognize how fortunate I am every day to be in the situation that I'm in. So, uh, I, so, I, so that's it's how it amazing. Works for me. I see the uh, the the four oh five and all the all the all the scenes from L. A. and just no cars. There's nothing. I tell you, you can get it's anywhere. It really is, Link. You're right. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's unreal. I mean, you can uh, places that would normally take you an hour and a half to get to. You're getting there in 45 minutes uh, here in Los Angeles. It's it's unheard of. What's going on at work? Guys doing their shows at home? Yeah, all the guys uh, for the most part are doing their shows at home. Only the people who need to be at the radio station physically are there. Um, so so the halls are relatively empty. You know, only people who are who are absolutely vital to shows being on the air, or yeah. you know, they they absolutely need their workspace from. Uh, the radio station itself, but the hosts themselves—they're—they're all—they're uh, all operating out of their homes. I'm, yeah. I'm imagining it's the same for you for you as well uh, out there. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm doing the same thing. I'm doing you my know. show from home today. It, yeah, because it's which big is, time. Which, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, far from it. <laughs> and and it, it's the, it's weird as all get out, man. Yeah. It's so strange working from home. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm looking around. I get the kids. I get. You know the kid, the the dog is is barking and the right. kids are running in. It's weird. You know what I mean? It's right. strange. You're dealing with distractions that you normally wouldn't um, when you're at the radio station. You know, yeah. So it's, it's one of those. Yeah. You know, it's an extra. I don't want to call the family an obstacle, but you know, no, it's but just you know, different. It's, it's no, different. it's different. It's, you know what? That's exactly what it is. It's different. It's a different kind of reality yeah. and thank god again 
and I thank God every day that there is still, you know, there's still some work. For sure, because so, that, that's know. not the case for many people across the True country. Story. So, I know. unfortunate. That's one thank God that the families are all healthy. Uh, yourself and Link, that everybody's everybody's doing okay. Thanks, yeah. brother. You know, and you know, God bless. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Thank you all of you. Yep. No doubt. All right, let's let's have some fun. Let's try to have some fun the rest of the show. We'll do our best. Take your take it away, baby, with some treasure. All right. Well, Saturday would have been the uh, final four. We would have had some college basketball season wrapping up this weekend. And normally, along with that, comes the announcement of the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame class. Uh, Early reports on Friday saying that Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant are the players who definitely will be inducted, along with coaches Eddie Sutton and Rudy Tomjanovich, among others. But those seem to be the confirmed names that came out as of Friday. A report out of The Athletic, the NBA, proposing that the players take a 50% pay cut beginning on April 15th. The Players Association did counteroffer, saying the players are willing to take a 25% pay reduction beginning in the month of May, so we'll see what happens there. The Chicago Bulls reportedly looking for a new top basketball executive said to be interested in Nuggets general manager Arturas Kenesovas and Raptors GM Bobby Webster. They're the reported favorites for the job. The WNBA postpones the start of its season. It was scheduled to begin on May 15th. They will still hold their draft in a virtual format on April 17th. And University of Dayton sophomore Obi Toppin won the Naismith Award for Most Outstanding Men's College Basketball Player. Fellas, back to you. Thank you, Fig. We are the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico, Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. Big Link, let me ask because there's some talk about you know, the start of the NFL being delayed, maybe college football being delayed. Can you play college football without fans? I mean, it's a huge, huge uh, ding at the gate, what the gate provides. The model's a little bit different than the NFL. Uh, so you, you lose a lot, a lot of revenue from no fans. But could you play the games without fans? I think you can, in this day and age, with the way TV and technology is, I think you can play any sport without fans. Um, and, and let's face it, some sports actually show better on TV than, than others. Uh, Football is one of those good games that shows well on TV. Uh, the, the thing is, is that whether or not you, now with football, because it's such a high ferocity and, and contact sport, is it smart to play on a shortened schedule? You know, by not getting, I mean, let's, when you look at the NFL, two days are gone. So if you start with the NFL, training camp is gone. Training camp is down to two weeks. Most coaching staffs are using the first four games to get their guys in the game shape and to see what their team is made of. That's become sort of a standard over the last couple of years. So if you take that in consideration, now you're pushing the the optimal timetable back to what, October? Right. To when football really starts now, the one that hurts is college, because right. you know the college is it happens a little bit sooner, and you know when you and by today's standards, every game matters. So if you're a heavily favored Clemson or LSU or Alabama, and you because you haven't had a chance to really get your team in shaping, you say drop the first couple of games, and what does that do to the world of college football and the rankings and and everything else? Yeah, man, that's a big deal. But also, it just goes back to the conversation about basketball. Logistically, it becomes a nightmare 
because I just don't know how you can how you can honestly secure who's supposed to be there and who's not. Hmm. When you talk about teams, most college teams have almost had what have uh, almost a hundred players. I remember when I was in college, we had like 120 players when you consider walk on. Yeah, I know, I know. So you're right. You, you've got all those and you talk about, you know, taking a plane. Well, think about it on a college scale. All the people who are with the trainers and the staff yeah. and the coaches and the GAs and everybody. That's a lot of bodies. I know. No, it, it, it's a lot of bodies. It's a lot of people involved in that. When you think about, you know, football in that game, it's it's just, I mean, it's a lot of people. I don't know how you do it. You talk about the nine refs and the, 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 the stats. I mean, just I, I just don't know <laughs> how you can just say, well, we're not going to let fans in and we're going to go business as usual and think that you're safe. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, no, I, it's, I mean, it's that's, just the, that's the big conundrum yeah. for everybody, for every sport. Absolutely. And it's why, you know, it's why we look at baseball and we go, hey, uh, you know, is, uh, is baseball okay? I mean, we're going to be able to play, we're going to be able to play baseball. I miss it, man. Opening day. Yeah. You know, for home openers all around the sport. I, I It's weird. I, I had this, I had this baseball thing that, I don't know. It's because of it's a nostalgia type of thing, baseball, right? You know, but like I feel like I miss it a lot. Like I miss the tournament, obviously, but like I miss all of a sudden the start of baseball, spring, and still like the weather gets warmer, and it's like there's no baseball. So it, the baseball, I'm like really missing baseball right now. Yeah, well, we're just missing any sense of normalcy. I mean, I, yeah. I I go through the sports channels and I know there's nothing on, but I I mean, just, I, I find myself just hungering for it. You know, something different than the same old movies on TV or whatever, and you know, the same old shows over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's a it's a uh, it's weird because I I agree with you. Like you really you miss it. You you miss any kind of normalcy, and then when it's scary, like I don't know about you, but how much CNN are you gonna are you gonna watch? Right, oh, like I, how I, much no, news? No, I don't watch. No, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. You don't? No. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I read every now and then, but I don't watch it because I, I think yeah. that there's a lot of paranoia that's caused by the news. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I you know I find myself. It's like a daily routine mm-hmm. where I gotta I gotta shut it off, mm-hmm. you know. Where it's like, all right, I've seen enough. I I just can't take it anymore, mm-hmm. right? Because you feel, man, it's 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 just so it's so heart wrenching, and so you know you gotta you gotta be all right. Let's let let's uh, you know be informed, but after a while, you you just gotta you just gotta you you gotta pause it. Right, you got to go. Like, I need something. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, there's a lot of foolish people out there, and, and the world is going crazy in many ways. A lot of people can't necessarily handle it. But I knew that 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 when I went to the store on the first, I think it was, there was a line of cars down the street from the Wells Fargo. Everybody trying to go to mobile banking, and I could just assume that everybody's trying to take out as much cash as they possibly can. Wow, you see what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. things like that. It's like uh, don't want to don't want to watch the news. Don't want to yeah, watch it. Don't yeah. want to get there. So 
try to figure out something else to occupy your time. Been doing a lot of reading, yeah, um, you know, stuff like that. And, and 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 look, I'm one of those people that I don't have an everyday job per se, and right. I've got a savings. But I mean, as a small business owner, I'm hurting too because I can't, I can't, I'm not making any money, oh and I'm trying God, to do what's be, right by I, my employees by paying yeah. them. But we're not, we're not bringing any money in. No, no, no. Of course not. I mean, you know, you know what, what are you doing? Are you, are you doing any, uh, are you, any curbside stuff? Oh yeah, we're doing takeout orders, but you know, with our food, it, it, it's, nah, I mean, it's it's not slow. Out. It's yeah, it's yeah. not it's not it's not like McDonald's or anything like that. So yeah, it, it, it's slow. It's really really slow. Yeah, it's tough, brother. That, that that really is tough. All right, let's do this. Let's come back and uh, start a little uh, a little football talk, a little draft talk, because I think the draft will be the next big thing that kind of gets us a little bit excited. We're the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here with you on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play fellas Lincoln Kennedy Anthony Gargano coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios on a sports Saturday here in April the 4th as we hang out with you don't forget we're brought to you by discover 
Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first month, for your first year, forgive me. It's amazing because Discover's accepted 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Big Link, I, I had to ask you about Alden Smith because that's, uh, that is uh, one of the feel-good stories that come out that Alden Smith has turned around his life and Alden Smith signs a one-year deal with the Cowboys. He's reinstated. Yeah. Our own Jay Glazer breaks it. You you got to know him. I mean, obviously yeah. he was with the, with the Raiders. What are your thoughts? Well, I, I'm hoping he makes the best of his opportunity. I mean, because he's had a number of chances. Um, you know, th- there are so many guys that are that are vilified and don't ever get at that chance uh, again. It's it's not necessarily surprising that he found a place. Um, I've always thought that talent was always going to outweigh. If, if if they weren't suspended, they were found. Somebody was going to find a way to get them on the field. So I'm hoping he makes the best of his of his opportunity. What what are you uh, just curious? What, what's your thoughts on you know? Can, I mean, obviously you knew him back then. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What what did you what did you remember about him? A little quiet. Just you know, I wasn't I wasn't immersed in the locker room like I was as a player. So just sitting from afar. Yeah. Watching him and watching him interact with other players, it wasn't it wasn't overwhelming. I don't think he was like one of those you know um, necessities in, in the locker room that, that held the team together. He wasn't like that. He was a talented player that was that came across the bay um, and did some things for the Raiders while he, he was there. But you know, overall, the the lifestyle off the field got the best of him physically and mentally, and mm. you know that's where his demons started. So. Like I said, I'm, I'm hoping he's able to make the best of this opportunity. Yeah, it'll be. You, you think the? Uh, I mean, obviously the Cowboys look at it and cheap, you know, it, cheap labor. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, all that said, I mean, you know, remember, I mean, it is somebody that you can strike gold, and it's very little risk. Well, that that's that's why you do it. I mean, you you don't have a. You don't have to get in a bidding war with anybody. There weren't a whole lot of teams that were vying for his his his, his work. So you know, and if he's able to go in and just you know pressures or sacks, you know it's it's a payoff. It's 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 a high you know low risk high reward. Yeah, yeah. It, there's, it's it's interesting because you know it's a shame. You think back to guys that have great great players, but just have demons, man. I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure you encountered a ton oh, of them. many of them. I mean, there was there were there was many of them. I, like I said, I my my day, in in the past, I I, I knew people who were had abusive relationships, who were you know alcoholics and drug addicts. I mean, I've seen all my fair share of those those demons, and it's hard. You think about it because the money enables you to do whatever you want in the sense, right. especially playing in the National Football League. You feel such a sense of entitlement that you feel invincible. Nothing can beat you. Yeah. Well, and then and then you look at it, and you're right. And then you've been enabled for a long, long time. That's mm-hmm. another mm-hmm. a huge problem when you're trying to get over, you know, that this sort of addiction while you're being enabled for ever, and it gets worse until people can't deal with it. And the hardest part is the transition after the game is over. After you have to hang up your cleats. Because a lot of guys just aren't prepared for the real world. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it'll be interesting to see how how that works in Dallas and uh, if Al, Alden Smith can make it work and be a great story. Oh, yeah. You know, redemption. We love our rede- our redemptive stories. Just think about it. If he's able to get you, what, seven, eight, nine, maybe ten sacks, how that yeah. adds to your defense? Yeah, no, huge for Dallas. Are you kidding me? All right, we're going to, especially now that they're so so far against the cap. Yeah. We'll come back and uh, we'll take a look at the quarterbacks beyond Burrow in the draft. The fellas on Fox. Oh, welcome back, fellas. 7 a.m. in the east, 4 a.m. in the west. It's a sports Saturday or a sportsless Saturday. Uh, the 4th of April. Right here with the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to Geico.com for a free rate quote. Link coming up with I can't wait to talk about. It got released. Um, It's getting uh, pushed up to a release toward the middle and uh, through the, uh, like the, um, the third week of April. And it is the last dance. It's the Michael Jordan and the Bulls 10-part docu-series. Oh, okay. I'm, like, chomping at the bit. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that. My favorite era. And we're going to – we're our five – or, excuse me, our four today will uh, we'll talk about some of our loves, things that we love. Right. And our favorites. That's kind of the theme today. So, uh, and a little bit later on next hour, when we do the four, it will surround our passions and our love and what we like to do and see and watch. But, you know, when it comes to sports, what we love about it. Okay. And, and so we'll we'll kind of dive deeply into that. But I can't wait to see the Jordan thing. And, you know, you, you pout around with Mike a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, look, I, it was a wonderful time. It was a lot of fun because I was in the league and, and was able to enjoy you know, a lot of things that they did and the team and the camaraderie, and that's just when he felt love for sports. And I figured out that Michael loves to gamble too, so. <laughs> but, you know, what, what I, want to, I want to get your take on what, what, what Bill O'Brien said about uh, uh, the, uh, the trade of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I, I think it's bogus. <laughs> I think it's Bush. I, I think he's – I think he is – a bad coach, and I and I'm I, I can't believe he's wields that kind of power there. The first thing I thought of was when he was spelling in all caps, you know, the word team. I just saw, you know, D U M B dumb, 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 dumb trade. Right? You don't even get a first round pick back for that. That was that was a that was a horrible trade. It was. I mean, you know how I feel about. I hate Bill O'Brien. I, I think he's. <laughs> I think he's a he's a huge problem there, and I think they have talent. And they, he has kept them from winning. I think there's a problem with college coaches going to the NFL. I, I still think, and I look, I know he had some experience in the league prior to the Penn State thing and coming over. But these guys who go to college, I think it's a real problem because I think they're they're used to dealing with kids and being. Caesar, right? You know, they all that think they're factor. Caesar. Yep, yep. yep. You know, kind of like Chris, right? They all. No. <laughs> well, I oh, am. Man. 
<laughs> your Caesar salad, cuz. That's fine, too. <laughs> I control your mic. <laughs> they all think they're all hail Caesar, and they take that attitude in the NFL, and NFL guys go, and NFL players go, yo, yo, dude, slow your roll, man. I'm a man. Yeah. yeah. I right, don't play that nonsense with me. Well, just and- just the, the fact that, you know, he was talking about, you know, because obviously what he said, Hopkins wanted a raise and that they weren't going to be able to pay him. Like, I think he had another remaining three years on his contract. It's still the value when you talk about a weapon that you don't have another thousand yard receiver on your roster and your running game has struggled. Now, for whatever reason, you, 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 ta- you trade for Johnson. Well, but he's also been injured. I don't know if that does that helps your situation out or gets you better, especially in that division. Exactly. And the pick, it was a fourth round pick, I think, or something like that. Yes. But don't you think and, and you know, and you're a guy that, that is very in tune to coaches. I, I and I know we've talked about this before. I think you would have been a hell of a hell of a coach. A hell of a front office man. But I, I don't understand these guys that come in from college. Chip Kelly, you called, you sniffed mm-hmm. him out. The, oh, there's a lot of guys like that. They can't come into college. Saban failed. He would never work in the NFL. Never, never, never. Like, as bright as they are, as smart as they are, you you can't get players to to ball out for you if you're an ass. Well, look, every coach I've ever played for, the first meeting they said they want you to buy into the program. And I had no problem with following that lead as long as it turned out to win. You know, I've always believed, especially in the in, in NFL, a head coach is, is a team manager. He's got to keep his finger on the pulse of both sides of the ball, well, all three phases of the ball, special teams, offense, and defense. You can't just be one side or focused on one you know group or anything like that. And more importantly, if your ways don't turn out to win, then guys are going to start looking elsewhere. You're going to lose people's interest. And and that's, you know, something that I think is going on down in, in, in Houston. I mean, you get rid of your best player on the offense, other than your quarterback, and wide receiver, and a very an offensive weapon that, I mean, for like every time I close my eyes and think about what he did, and every time he threw the ball his way, he came down with it. I know. Which is hard to to duplicate. And then you say, well, we, we've got, you know, we've got some other receivers, I mean, Fuller or whatever it is. No. Right. Randall Cobb. No. No, oh, you don't justify that when you're on the verge of trying to get over the hump and maybe win something. Now, last year, you can look back at that team and uh, the Texans and say, well, their secondary was decimated by injuries. They had a number of injuries in the backfield as well. Offensive line was atrocious. You know, you can fix all that and ho- hopefully make a run. But this, to me, doesn't put their team one step forward. It puts them three steps backwards compared yeah, to the and, rest of the division. And and again, doesn't it come back to playing Caesar? Yeah, obviously. Right? I mean, yeah. it comes back to that point. And that's why I do believe that Matt Rule is an anomaly. I believe Matt Rule is an anomaly because I think Matt has a handle on dealing with guys. So much of it is not just what you know and your X and O acumen, but can you get guys to buy into it? I, I look back, I look around the league, right? One of the most successful coaches 
And and I got to tell you, I, I I don't think he's a great X and O guy. Quite frankly, I, sometimes I I question I question him. And it's the guy in my town, Doug Peterson. Yeah, I don't think he's some genius. I, I really don't. But the genius lies in how he handles players. His players love him. They love him. His players, like he gets the most. Guys never quit. They 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 play so much better in the second half of the season. I, you know, I gotta I gotta attest that to his demeanor, right? All that's true. I mean, all and all that can very well be. At, at the same point, it also helps to have players that can make plays. Like if you have a quarterback, you well, have a yeah, chance. yeah. Without you know, that, I mean, I, you're right. You know, you you watch, you go back to that Super Bowl year, the rotation that that defensive front had really kept offensive linemen on their heels because they never knew who they were playing up against on the same, you know, play right. play, and that was an advantage. That yeah. system that worked for them, even when their quarterback went down, you know, Nick Foles was able to come in and still able to 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 win a Super Bowl. But I mean that that's that's a great testament to having a strategy and 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 being doing it. I honestly yeah. feel that a head coach in the National Football League should not have too many hats on. I've always felt that. Yeah, but, uh, but uh, you got to have a great chemistry between your general manager or your office and stuff like that. Because if you wear too many hats, you can't do anything well. Yeah. No, you've always uh, you've always thought you've always said that you've always thought that 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 you've been consistent with that. I I, I think you're dead right about it. But but even beyond that, like I, I I think you also have to be you have to understand. I think with Peterson, I think uh, I'm trying to look around. Andy Reid's this way, so Peterson yeah. gets from Reid that like these guys respect their players, right? Like you gotta True. you gotta respect them as men. And I think if you do that, I think you're ahead of the. That's why I think Rule's going to be a success because I don't think he's got that. He's young enough that he relates to guys, right? And he's not, you know, he doesn't look down on them, right? Like even like he went to Baylor, and like he I, and I he saw his house, coaching right? style, yeah, up front and mm-hmm. and how he turned around these kids, and and I mean it was, I mean they had terrible practice habits, the whole thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he had to be tough on them. But there's a way to be tough without being a tyrant, right? Like right. without Agreed. turning guys off. Agree. But you also can't be their best friend. Right. And I've seen so many coaches fail yeah. at that because they befriended so many players. Like it was like buddy, buddy, chummy, chummy. Mm-mm. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. It's interesting to see how Pete Carroll has done it up in Seattle because it seems like his team loves him. Yeah. Yeah. You know? No, nah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's a, it really is a good point about it. it's such a delicate thing, you know? Right. It is. It is a delicate thing, and it takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. And, and, and you, know, like, you know, you talk about the, the possibility for me, like, to go into coaching. Well, I mean, I appreciate the, the kind words you said, but I, I never wanted to live with my bags packed, and I no, never I wanted to – I never felt that I had enough patience to deal – especially on a pro level. I mean, I, I could honestly try to go down and coach on you know high school or lower because you can definitely see the pure passion for the for the kids that play it at that level rather than the, the business that it becomes as you, as you go up the ranks. Yeah, well, that's true. All right, coming up, let me ask you a question. I'm going to pose this to you. You're the Dolphins. 
Do you trade your first three pick, your first round picks? You have three of them, five, 18, and 23. Do you trade them for Joe Burrow? You're on the clock. Mm-hmm. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, fellas on Fox. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo We are the fellas. He's cuz. I'm Big Link. And we're brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted over 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2020 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. So cuz made me put on my general manager hat. And he asked the question last segment. Cuz, repeat the question. So here you go. You're the Dolphins, and uh, the Bengals call you and go, hey, you interested? You want Barrow? I know you need a quarterback. You can have Joe. And for Joe, the asking price is number five. Okay. Number 18. Okay. And number 23. Ooh. Three first-round picks. To move up. And you can have Joe Burrow. That's steep. That's steep. 
I would I would see if I could counter. I would give you the first two pick and a second pick because I've got fourteen picks in this draft. The Dolphins do. They've got three first rounders and two second rounders. So I would give you two for the top two first round and one. And I would counter with the first second to see if I could get that position. But how far are you are staying on? The, no, no, I, I, I gotta have. Gotta I, have three. I, I'm sorry, I gotta have the three. Do you want Joe? You gotta give me three first round picks. Now I'm gonna tell you if if I'm on your side, I do it. Jump at it. I would. Now but I'll make but you the my Bengals, argument. You, really need, you need a quarterback, though. You really need a quarterback. And falling back to number five, there's a good chance that you probably won't get the one that you want or get one that's worthwhile. I mean, right? If I'm Cincinnati, you know what I really do? If I'm Cincinnati, I tank another year. Oh. If I'm well, Cincinnati, yeah. I got three first round picks. Yeah. This year. Cincinnati and, needs offensive line quarterback. No, wait, wait, I'm, I'm trying to think. I mean, they need go a ahead, lot. Go ahead, no talk card. They, oh, they, 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 they need, they need a Yeah, they need a lot. <laughs> See, because to me, there's a couple things. One, if I'm Carolina, there, there's a couple teams out there. Miami, Cincinnati, Like you can take Carolina too because I think mm-hmm. Carolina will be the fourth place team in the South. Right. So knowing that Tom Brady and Breeze are in my division, and I got credible, but I got Bridgewater. I like Teddy. But, you know, he's not franchise right now. He's not Super Bowl. At least I don't think so. And I probably am not good enough to win. But I would look to Lawrence. Like, Lawrence would be my goal. I think Lawrence, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to be all that. Mm-hmm. I think Trevor Lawrence is is so good and such a can't miss. But they're saying the same thing about Joe Burrow. Yeah, I like Lawrence better than Burrow. Okay. But here's okay. the thing. Just to okay. play devil's advocate with your argument if you're Cincinnati, yeah, you would stockpile draft choices, but you would be heavily ridiculed by people like us in the media for blowing an opportunity of getting a franchise quarterback, right? And well, you, you, you know, what I mean, you don't know. You don't know if you'll have that top pick again. You might finish number two, like the Redskins, or number three. Yes. No, no, no. You're 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 100 right. It's it's a good devil's advocate. In fact, if I was Miami and I got asked that, I would do it. I know it sounds crazy. But I would do it if I were both teams. See, Miami has the collateral with 14 draft choices in this year, this draft. Yeah, the three. and they, But they have a lot of needs, too. I mean, they need yeah, help at offensive but, line. But again, like to your point, you know, I mean, you, you know how it is. 18 and 23, you should get a you should get a pro ball or something, somebody good. But somebody, are you, yeah, yeah. you're not getting elite. No, no, the your your elite will come in your top ten or top fifteen pick, whatever. That that's supposed to be your elite impact player, immediate right. impact player. So my point is is that all right, well, if I'm Miami, I got five. Well, first of all, I need to move up from five, right? So so then I got eighteen twenty three. So to me, a five eighteen twenty three is not a, a crazy asking price For to get one. my franchise quarterback to get to up to number one. And you would have to spend your 
second round pick on highly talented, the top offensive lineman who's left on your board. And then your next one would probably have to go linebacker or secondary. Uh, we don't want to get the kid killed. So we got to we got to protect him. We might have to commit those two second round picks to the offensive line. No, agreed. I, and I and I agree with you. But my only point to you is, uh, I need to get a franchise quarterback, right? So if I if whatever it is, and and I work my and the only problem I would disagree with Miami is I I thought they spent a lot of money this year on a lot of trash. I thought they. I don't see trash. I wasn't aware. I, I haven't looked at their 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 free I mean, go, agent go, acquisitions. We'll go look at we'll it. I don't see trash. I just think they overpaid for a lot of guys. Mm-hmm. But you know, all that said, if I can get Barrow, wh- why not get trade my first three round my first first three first round pick? Boy, that's awfully steep. I just have a hard time giving away that much. It sounds like a lot. But I'm telling you, when you break it down, it really isn't. When you think about, when you think about who, what they, what they need, right? Well, they need everything: offensive line, quarterback, linebacker, secondary. Need a lot, and they've got a lot of collateral. I mean, so if you're a Dolphins fan, you're looking forward to this draft because adding 14 possible impact players or 14 new players could bring a little bit of life to the to to the to the team, and, and right. then if you're the AFC East, you got to think that it's wide open with New England well, probably taking right. a step back. Even more reason why you go now, go all yeah. in for Burrow. Burrow won yeah. the national championship. He, yeah, you see how good he is. He sells tickets. It's a compelling argument. I, I just don't. Look, I don't know if Cincinnati can survive messing that up. Well, I, I listen. I hear you, but I think they're. If I'm them, if I could stockpile three first round picks. Well, I, and I and I'll go try to lose next year <laughs> do for Lawrence. <laughs> I know you're right. Here's my lose Annie. for Lawrence. <laughs> lose for. <laughs> uh, here you go, Byron Jones. Where they just spent eighty two and a half million dollars. $82.5 million for Byron Jones, $76.5 million, $76 million for Xavier Howard. Wow. I mean, that's a lot of money right there. Yeah. yeah. For, right? Yeah. Do you like, did you like the Jones move? I, I thought they overpaid, but whatever. Oh, man. I Look, I, I think that. From what we saw of the Dolphins last year, they they were a dumpster fire, as you would say. They were right. they were trash juice, you know, trying to put right, some team right, together right. I, and 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 do do something with this, uh, you know, do something with this team. They it was out of necessity. I think they overpaid, but they also needed they need help at secondary. Yes. Okay, I get that. I would not have spent, however, fifty one million dollars on Kyle Van Noy. <laughs> Again, addressing a need, and that's what teams are doing. The market, yeah, is, but is again, yeah. you know that you know you're going to go yeah. get an edge guy like him off of from Belichick. Right. I know Flores thinks he can replicate it because he's up there. I, he was yeah. up there. I, yeah. I don't, I don't. That's that's that, what the that's what did it. I mean, that's what got him there. The fact that Flores worked with him in New England, and he was like, "Here's a New England guy." You know, the, 
we've seen so many of these coaches that have come out of that Belichick tree try to duplicate what they had in New England, and they're the first ones to pick those players up that come off of that New England roster. Jordan Howard, they signed. Yeah. Isn't it amazing? He's 25 years old, Jordan Howard. And they they just, running backs have no value. Unless yeah. they're great. We need even Gurley, who fell off a cliff and has no value. Right. They also signed Emmanuel Ogba. They signed Shaq Lawson to a $30 million deal. They signed Eric Flowers to a three-year $30 million deal. So they got Eric Flowers. Right. And... uh, that's a surprise because Eric has struggled. But I know. Never really they signed. Uh, but they need offensive line help. So well, they signed Ted Karras as center. They signed Gruje mm-hmm. Hill, linebacker. They signed Adrian Colbert at safety. They signed Landon Roberts, another linebacker. I mean, that that you know, those are lesser guys. Yeah, but that's a. Uh, but that's you know they were very busy. You know, I look at it and I go, eh, are you like blown away by it? Not blown away by it, but also since as as a general manager, you understand that you've got to spend the money that you have available in the salary cap. Um, and there are times that you're going to overreach, but you're also trying to create a place to where players want to come. And so you don't want to be seen as a selfish or stingy organization. Right. You know, um, you, you want to be seen as one that's going to, you know, take care of its players. And, and a lot of times in, in these markets over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of this go on, especially teams with blaring needs. Yeah. Yeah. We'll overpay because we don't have anybody else. Yeah. But I, I'm telling you, I, I still think you got to do it. If you're them. Yeah. Well, you might, there's this look, there's some validity to your argument. There's no doubt about that. I get Barrow. I'm in, man. I'm in. And I'm from the Bengals, I, you know, Jeez, but you, I mean, for 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 all the ridicule, for all the talk I, I, over the past I, couple of years that have been around the Bengals, for them to yeah. blow this, I know, it just it would be it would be disastrous. Yeah, yeah. But again, you're you're talking about building. You need yeah, so we, much. Yeah. Imagine your building block there. <laughs> That's gosh. right. Like you're imagine. starting with three first round picks. Right. Again, I agree with you that there's a there's a huge risk in you know trying to go get Lawrence for next right. year. Right. But you know you, you get three first round picks and you, you you know that's a lot of draft capital right there. Yeah. Yes, it is, and there's a lot of good players available. And you need wide receivers. There's a couple right there that you can get. You look, you you could be really strong, oh. Figgy. Would you do it if you're the Dolphins? Three first-round picks. You're 5, 18, 23, and you land Joe Burrow. If I Yes. I'll just say yes. I don't want to put any sequiturs on it. Yes. Because I feel Joe Burrow is a transcendent quarterback. Yep. So, yes. And there's no price. You can't put a price on a quarterback that can be a, a top top five guy in the league for the next ten years. Agreed. Would you, if you're the Bengals, knowing that you need so much, 
would you do it for the three first-round picks? No. Okay. For the same reason. Because transcendent quarterbacks don't come your way every year. All right. What what price would you would you consider it? What do I got to offer you for you to consider it? Three first round picks is that's already a lot. I mean, that's already and, and, a lot, and it's unprecedented. It is. Um, because that's you know, it's a good interesting, question. right? It's interesting because you say, you know, if you're the Dolphins, like I agree with you, I, I'm I'm in, I I do it. Yeah. If you're Cincinnati, see the difference is. Cincinnati needs more than Miami. Correct. So their process is, well, you know, do I I can afford not to get the quarterback this year and hope and pray I'm in the Lawrence discussion. You just the problem is you just never know what's gonna happen, you know, um who your quarterback this year ends up being, if how resilient your team may be with your second-year coach, and you may play yourself out of the top pick next yeah, year and out no, of the Lawrence sweepstakes. Right. It's yeah. something you can't anticipate we're going to tank this upcoming season. You just don't know. The Dolphins played well towards the end of last year. They just got off to a Agreed. horrible start. You know? Yeah, no, so, you're right about that. Um, you just now, if you're the Bengals, and if if you feel there's not as big of a separation between him and Tua or he and Herbert – or you feel that he's good, he's great, and but you can still win with one of those other guys and you're getting three first-round picks out of it, then maybe you take the hit. If you say Joe Burrow, if, I'm just using this as an example, if you say Joe Burrow's a surefire Hall of Famer and Tua maybe in the right situation can be one, but at the very least he's a good quarterback that can make a couple of Pro Bowls that can be with us for the next 10 years and help us win. I'm willing to take the sacrifice on the transcendent player knowing I'm going to get me a good player plus two additional first-round picks. If they feel that way about Tua or Herbert, then I would do it if I'm the Bengals. Yeah. I just thought it all depends on what your feeling is on the quarterback group as a whole and where the gap is between Burrow and the other ones, the other guys. Does next year's quarterback crop come into play? Forget not just not just talking Lawrence, because I'll tell you right off the bat, I don't like. I would not draft Tua. I wouldn't either. I've never been. A, I'm not a huge fan of his personally. I don't think he'll be a bad NFL quarterback, but talk top six, top five, top ten. No, not for me. I, and here's my here's my reason, and and you see if you agree, and okay. Link jump in here. My reasoning with Tua is. I don't think he could take a pounding in the in the in the league. I think he's got good skills, but I'm scared to death of him in that league. No doubt about it. That's always been my biggest argument. That's why you know teams in the top five. I I, I don't touch them. It's it's too too risky to commit that much resource to a player you don't know. Now I know he's healthy now, but with the leg injuries that he's had, the lower extremity injuries that he's had over the last couple of years. Too big of a gamble. I wouldn't touch it. Yeah, a guy at that age with durability issues already, and we're talking about a hip. I mean, that's serious. You know, you tell you get one good whack in at some point, exactly, and you know it could be over for the kid at that point. And for me, it's not worth the risk that high in the draft. And Herbert, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think he's a reach that early. Herbert's tough, and Link, you would know this. You covered the Pac-12 Network, and you've you've seen Herbert up close uh, a few times. Um, I 
I don't know if that offense in, o- in Oregon really fit his natural skill set, and they didn't really ask him to do as much from a pro-style type of offense that he will be asked to do in the NFL. I don't know if that necessarily hurt him and the way he performed, especially this past season, because two years ago he played much better than he did this past season. Um, but it's a lot of inconsistency there. And even in the Rose Bowl, he was better as a runner than he was as a passer in the Rose Bowl, you know? And that's what's, that's what's saving him. Look, Herbert is smart, um, uh, and, and he is gifted. And, and Figgy, just along your point, there, the Oregon's offense was set up for him to excel and to him to showcase his talents. A lot of times he just didn't make the right reads. Mm-hmm. And so in a lot of big games – I remember watching the the Auburn game yep. where I thought he struggled with over the middle throws. I remember watching the Washington game where there were just times where you know the rest of the team kind of bailed him out because there were times that he struggled uh, reading defenses as well as in the Rose Bowl, as you mentioned, using his legs against Wisconsin. That there were times in the big games where you expect him to take that next step, and I just didn't see it. So it's I mean, out of the quarterback class, I don't want to be too too. I don't want to be too to put too heavy on 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 what he did this past year as far as the overall collection. I think he's a top quarterback. I w- I wouldn't use a top ten pick on him. Though. I guess the question too is, can you coach it out of him? Because this was kind of the the talk about Josh Allen coming out of Wyoming and his completion percentage was terrible right. and he right. missed, had some bad throws. And the over these last couple of seasons, it hadn't been great, but he's been better than I thought he would be. To be a hundred percent honest with you. I agree. You're right. I agree with you. I think you're dead right. So surpass my expectations as well. Yeah. So maybe if he gets it with the right system, with the right coaching, um, and the right refinement, maybe he can end up being, uh, you know, being better than some expect him to be. He's a quarterback that needs a running game. Okay. Yeah. He needs a running game. When you say that, that scares me. I that now I you say quarterback needs a running game. I'm out. Yeah. You don't want to come to top five quarterback. Yeah. You don't want to take a guy that's relying on that. Yeah. You know. Uh, all right, Fig, take it away, and then I, I got an assignment for you guys. All right. Well, we'll start with some uh, hoops news. The Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame inductees will be formally announced later this afternoon. The class including Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, and Kobe Bryant. Coaches Eddie Sutton and Rudy Tomjanovich also reported to be inducted as well. The Bulls currently searching for a new top basketball executives. They have their eyes on Nuggets General Manager Arturas Karnasovas and Raptors General Manager Bobby Webster. University of Dayton Ford Obi Toppin was named the Naismith Most Outstanding Player of the Year in college basketball. Whether you rent or own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and auto insurance. Having a home is hard work, so get a quote at GEICO.com. Easy. The WNBA postponed its season which was originally scheduled to tip off on May 15th. A virtual draft will still take place on April 17th. And the 2024 Super Bowl, which is currently scheduled for New Orleans, may be rescheduled for the 2025 season due to a scheduling conflict with the NFL increasing its schedule to 17 games and Mardi Gras taking place on what would be Super Bowl weekend in 2024. Fellas, back to you. Real quick off, off of that story. Yes. I, here's what I don't get, and, and let me jump into it, but Fig, why wouldn't you just go to double buy and extend it to President's Day weekend? That's what my, under, that was my yeah. thought. Or just start the season a week early if you had to. Um, if that was an issue for one year, I don't think that would you know hurt anything. It doesn't seem like it's as big of a logistical issue as they're trying to make it out to be. I know. I don't care. I don't, and first of all, why are they resistant to President's Day weekend? I don't know. It's the perfect time to have the Super Bowl. I, like, <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? You still want to stretch this season. Can you imagine? Can you imagine no, Feb- mid-February being listen. in Green Bay playing a game or Chicago playing a game? Come on now. 
Yeah, but wait, I, I'm not giving you. Uh, uh, like I usually crazy uh, March where March <laughs> Madness. You're going March to Madness. this weekend now. It's the third weekend in February. Yeah. But but wait, but if you get but I but again, it's not a stretch to get you to President's Day weekend when everybody's off on a Monday. It's Super Bowl weekend. I, I normally am with you, Link, and against Anthony when it comes to some of his ideas. But I, I one well, more. Now that we got the seventeen game schedule, it seems logical. You have to force it out. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> one more know. week is not going to hurt. I guess. Yeah, this is I, my look, thing. I'm one of those. I'm one of those guys that said I thought they would take advantage well, of what, Labor Day weekend. Both. Yeah, right. You know, take advantage of Labor Day weekend, where they can play games and, and you know start the weekend of that. And Monday night football starts on a holiday, but. You know, they always have to play the week after Labor Day for whatever. Well, it seems like college football like has owned college. Labor yeah. Day weekend um, the last, at least the last four or five years, and maybe they don't want to mess with that. Well, I'll move over college. <laughs> you still have. You yeah, still have sound like college, college better. Christmas. Ah, nah, man, come on, Link. Come on, man. Let's go to February President's Day. You're the president, Lincoln Kennedy, baby. That's right. Nothing. Link's Rick, not buying. He's not buying. No, man. Just like see this going on longer and longer, man. I'm just like I get that assignment. You got to go to Green Bay in February, mid February. Mm. No, you looking at it selfishly, man. <laughs> right. See, that's a selfish look. That's because my man is working his ass off all year long and not freezing my ass. Got to go to Green Bay. Okay, you, you want me? You clowns want me to do another two weeks? <laughs> Uh, we are the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more in car insurance. Go to Geico.com for a free rate quote. Coming up, you guys have an assignment. I need from you the top five quarterbacks in the year twenty twenty two. Damn. Okay. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. That's the fig. We got Bursch, who we didn't hear from. We got Chris. He's not awake yet. Is, is this right. project is college football or, or pro? This is pro football. Pro f- the year twenty twenty two. Man, okay. Your top five quarterbacks. Mm. All right, right here, fellas on Fox. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Yo, Bursch, you alive? All right, Mike Sarhada, you guys can start the show now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is our man, Ryan. How's it been? Have you had to chain up Chris yet? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm letting him roam free for a bit. <laughs> We're the fellas. <laughs> Tries to hold me back. He's going to learn what Joe Exotic felt trying to get that tiger off him. Dude, I have not been in. I I, I apologize. I I have. I'll come up later. I'll, we'll talk about it in the four. But I have not been in yet on Tiger King. No, that's that's fine. I haven't either. I've only seen like the first half of the first episode. I'm kind of dragging my feet. Uh you too. Okay. I, How about I mean, you, I'm going to get to it, but just not. I haven't been there yet. You know, like you guys are like the what the fifth or sixth person somebody's talking about Tiger King. I I have not watched it. I haven't watched one episode, so I yeah, am well, clueless yeah. on it. Yeah, me too. That's it. So Figgy, you are you have not watched it either. My guess. I did watch it last week, so I've I've seen the entire series. Oh, you did the whole thing? Sure did. It's about <gasps> seven episodes. They're about between forty and forty-four minutes or so. So. Wow, it's an upset. I think he's that a man. You watched it. Yeah. Thank you. So tell like us about it. it. What do you think? Um, there's a lot of interesting characters, to say the least. Um, I don't know if there is a protagonist and an antagonist. They all seem to be pretty, pretty bad people. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, it's really pretty just a, bad people. It's a it's a a contest really between two people who feel like they have pretty different causes, but at least in my view, it's mostly the same. One person thinks they're doing something for a just reason. One person thinks they're doing it. Uh, unjustly, uh, the other person is doing it unjustly, um, and there's a there's a very uh, interesting unsolved murder involved or disappearance, quote unquote, involved with one of the main characters' husbands. That and uh, so it's a lot. It's a lot going on to say the least. It's very very interesting, and it's one of those that's easily bingeable uh, because they hook you. the uh, the The teases at the end of every episode hooks you into the next one fairly easily. Okay. All right. I, I, it's funny. I got a buddy of mine who uh, I know in in the business, and he's out in L.A. and he's he's in the reality world. And he said that thing was shot, you know, a few years back. Correct. And he said that that thing was, you know, it was going to be a basic, you know, kind of a, a adult. It got passed on by a lot of networks, and then because all the craziness happened. It turned out to be this kind of 
television jewel that people like. I I, I won't watch it, but you know. Hmm. Oh, so you just you just you won't watch it regardless. Is it because of all the hype that it's received, or yeah, you're just not, in, you're just not I, I interested? I usually go the general. other way with the hype. Hipster brain. I, oh, you know, I'm a, I'm a. I want to hear all the hype. I'm out. And I'm not I, opposed to that. Generally speaking, it's fine. Normally, when, when with things like this, I'm very late to the party, so uh, I'll, I'll end up watching it, but I'll watch it on my own terms. I don't feel like I need to watch it because everybody else is watching. I'll it. admit, I have kind of the same affliction as Ant. Is that if something gets too big, I usually turn away. I'm just fascinated, and I will watch this because. Uh, I mean, as someone who grew up in, like, North Ohio and got to hang out with a lot of Ohio scumbags and people who just are never going to leave Ohio and are very Ohio to their core. Ohio like scumbags. Ke- Kevin, I mean, Ke- Figgy, you said, like, you know, there's not a lot of protagonists. That's that's generally how most people I grew up was like. It's like a lot of mm. people see themselves as the protagonists even as they're doing bad things, but they find ways to justify it. Yeah, that's that's scumbag life, and yep. I, I can respect that because a lot of people in this country, whether they know it or not, they're living scumbag life. Jeez, shots fired. <laughs> wow, look at that. I'm just, I'm just saying the I truth. Like it. I'm just saying the truth. Like, I, I, that's, that's awesome, man. Go ahead, Chris. A lot of people living this scumbag life. Oh, that's <laughs> it's not amazing. always a choice. It's just the hand you're dealt with. Mm. Wow. I don't even know where to go with that. I'm right? not judging it's them pretty, either. It's pretty strong. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not judging. No, no judgment. No judgment <laughs> listen, whatsoever. Listen, I may or may not have some scumbag in me too. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> is that an Ohio thing? There's a, a, such a thing as I mean, Ohio scumbag. Is that real? Oh, uh, we'll have to get into the next hour. Maybe there's definitely some tropes about Ohio people, depending on what side of Ohio you live in. That's for sure. Hmm. Uh, let's right. just say I learned a lot from one of my former bosses. Uh, when I was doing carpentry in Ohio. Okay. All right. Doing carpentry in Ohio. Yeah, that was a dark time. All right. Uh, very interesting. Very interesting. We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Coming up, yes, the guys are not spared. They need to come up with the top five quarterbacks in the year 2022. We're the fellas right here on Fox Sports Radio. Good morning. 8 o'clock in the east, 5 a.m. in the west. Fellas, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. He's big, bleeping link. I'm Cuz, and uh, together, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, fellas, Right here on Fox, hanging out. So uh, here's the deal. I gave, gave you a little assignment because I'm curious. And earlier in the show, I asked you, would you do the three first-round picks for Joe Burrow? If you're Miami, Miami has three first-round picks, 5, 18, 23. Would you trade all three for Joe Burrow? I said yes. I got into a, uh, a raging debate over that <laughs> on my show. People thought I was crazy. I go, what are you talking about? Oh, uh, who's Joe Burrow? I'm like, Joe Burrow's going to be a player. All that said, if we go to the year 2022, fast forward, hit the button two years from now, we're pandemic free. Life <laughs> back to normal. Happy and healthy for everyone. And prosperous. Get past our rough spot. We're looking forward to the NFL season, entering the 2022 season. 
who were the top five quarterbacks going into it. Mm-hmm. So, Link, I'll start with you. And let's talk through it first, okay? Okay. So, there's no Brady. Right. There's no Breeze. There's no Rivers. There's no trees. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I did say it like that. Yeah, it did. Like, it, did. I, I don't know it, like, it was like a poem. I was like. <laughs> There's no Brady. There's no breeze. There's no rivers. I should shut up right now. There's Thanks, no Zeus. <laughs> so if we're talking through this thing. You should talk through the candidates, right? Right, right. So candidates, Watson, but what's Watson going to be like without an offensive line and DeAndre Hopkins? Right. So you can put a a question mark there. There's no Ryan. He's not in the conversation. Right. Look. Keep going around and around and around. Wilson is in the conversation two more years from now, right? Yes. There's no Rodgers, though. Right. Right. Two more. There's no Brady. There's no Breeze. <laughs> there's no Rivers. There's no Rodgers. Um, so Wilson's in the conversation. Let's keep going around. Is... There's no Mahomes is in the certainly probably well, yeah, still number still, one. Yeah, still be still be around, yeah. Right, Mahomes is still there. You Chicago would have, still can't decide what they want to do at quarterback, so they've got a revolving who's, door. Who's that? <laughs> I said Chicago still can't decide what oh, they yeah, want to do at quarterback, so they got a right. revolving door. Right. Uh, <laughs> you, you you would have uh, Wentz would be in the conversation. You would have to have new blood in Detroit, whether it's this year or next year. Right. He's out. Yeah. Yeah. You would have uh, Lamar in the conversation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You would have Burrow. You would have. Have to have new blood in Pittsburgh. Right, he's out. Right, Ben's out. Yeah, um, but but you would also. Yeah, I mean, I can't see Baker being top five. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, no, just in, in who's still playing. Who's right. still, you know, I mean, there's there's going to be a huge turnover. Um, no doubt, but it's, it, you know. You would have golf in the conversation, I guess. I don't think it's a conversation now, but I guess you put him on the list. You could put uh, Kyler Murray on the list. I don't think mm-hmm. he'd be there. I'm just looking for a younger a quarterbacks. Jimmy G, I don't think he's there, but he would be on the list. You would look at. That's is that am I missing something? Darnold? No. No. Think, no, no. I think that's pretty no good. No Haskins and no Daniel Jones. No. And as I'm trying to go kind of go through the teams in my head. I mean, obviously no Carr, no Mariota, mm-hmm. no Tanny Hill. He's not a top 5 quarterback. Anyway, you would have that grouping, who's your top five, Lincoln? Unless we miss somebody. And Figgy's on the clock here, too. 
top five out of the those quarterbacks for that year? Is that is, well, no, it's twenty twenty two. Who are the top okay. five quarterbacks entering twenty twenty two? Entering twenty twenty two, they're already pro prospects. I thought, I, okay, I was confused on the question. I thought you were talking about coming out of college. No, um, no, no, no. I'm okay. talking about the year Currently 2022. In the yeah, 20, who were the top five quarterbacks in the NFL? I give you this because we're going to see turnover, right? So we're going to definitely going to see turnover, but you're, right? Brady Breeze. I we got done. Yeah. You know, I was joking around, but the, the, all those guys are gone. So who are the top five? And this comes into play if you're the Dolphins and giving up three number ones. Yeah, certainly. So projecting forward i would say your top five would be kyler murray russell wilson deshaun watson joe burrow and give me another one who's still around well you'd have lawrence possibility you would have Goff. you could have wentz you could have lamar uh, I would probably say, yeah, I'd probably say wentz will be in the conversation because he would have another solid year under his belt of trying to remain pretty much Injury, I mean, it's being on the field. So yeah, I can I can go with that. All right, Figgy, who's your top five entering twenty twenty two? In no particular order: uh, Pat Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. That's four. Joe Burrow just missed the cut. I'll have to debate between him, he, and uh, Trevor Lawrence, but. I give so it one more time, you got Mahomes, Mahomes, Watson, uh huh, Russell Wilson, uh huh, Joe Burrow, right, and Trevor Lawrence. That's four. Okay, and Lawrence is five. Yeah. Interesting. No Lamar. No. No Wentz. No. No Goff. Absolutely, no, absolutely not. No Jimmy G. Mm-mm. No Murray. Doesn't mean those guys aren't good, obviously, but we're talking top five. If it was top ten, yeah, top five, top, no, it was top I, ten, a few of those guys would be in there. I'm with you. The only one I would have to shoehorn, I would shoehorn Wentz in there. I still need to see more and see him stay healthy and you know be a little bit more consistent. Yeah, he didn't have a lot of help this year with guys dropping passes left and right. And I mean, a lot of no, that wasn't he had his, no receivers. Whatsoever. That wasn't his fault. Um, but the production does matter. Um, and a lot of that is not is not his fault necessarily, um, but I, I have to see him duplicate what he did a couple of years ago before he got hurt. So I agree with most of you. I would just put Wentz for Barrow. I like Lawrence better than Barrow. I agree. So do I. Okay. Murray is an interesting one. Like you have Murray as a top five. I think Murray. I think Murray's style of play, and especially with the weapons that they surrounded him with this year. I saw this. The, I didn't think it was going to really take, but I, I saw it sort of come into view as the year progressed on, and the Cardinals became challenging on offense. That new style of quarterback is what's coming out of college these days. And so this is going to be a year where I think Kyler Murray, though I don't have them winning the division, I think they're going to be competitive enough to where people are going to start noticing his play. Yeah, and he's going to excel. I mean, but he's still he's still one of those guys. I don't think that has the overall durability. I think he either makes a case for him to be able to play in this league within the first five years, or you know, good teams go well. You saw what happened. We went with a smaller guy, didn't last, so we're we're not we're washing our hands of that one. That's an interesting one. I I, I and I, you know, it's funny. I I think you're right about his style of play. 
I think it translates. Yeah. I think the offense will help him. The offense they run in Arizona is run up is 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 perfect for him. I mean, aside from Joe Burrows, you look at the quarterbacks that were in the the, the college football playoffs. You 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 see that they have mobility and able to throw on the run. Not you know, it's not over the top where you're sitting there talking about. Well, you're going to have a mobile quarterback running for his life because we've seen how that can just take the wear and tear can beat up a quarterback. But I do believe that that's. Because that's what's dominant on the college level, I think that's what's going to happen on the pro level in some way or another. Yes. I th- I could get behind that. Let me ask you a question. Um, because I've been doing this in, in Philly. It's an Eagles question. Would you, if I said to you, you would you would use as collateral your first, second, third-round picks and Zach Ertz and come away with Yannick Ngakwe, the stud end out of Jacksonville, and Henry Ruggs, your receiver from Alabama, who I absolutely love and adore. Would you do that? How are you going to get Ruggs if you're giving away your first three picks? No, no, no. I, I'm What I'm saying is, I give away like in in cuz I'm going to have to be creative here. So, I'm basically using this collateral. Mm-hmm. 1 2 3 Zach Ertz. And my come away from with that collateral is Ngakwe and Rugs. So, I don't know how mm-hmm. you know, I trade Ertz and yeah. get more picks, and then I package certain picks to Jacksonville, and I package a couple other picks to move up. That'd be a nice haul. Spots. I mean, look, if you get you, so would you? Because people to... said it's too expensive. It, it, to pay it's for awfully those two steep. Players. It's awfully steep, but you're getting two immediate impact players. Well, and and that and my point is, is right. My point: if you give me Henry Ruggs and 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 in Gakway who's a stud end mm-hmm. I already got a beast in the I got beast in the middle I mean I, 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 and I get rugs for Wentz I already have uh Dallas Goddard as my tight end cuz that's I have a duplicate there yeah Th- then I, I'm my argument is then I'm a Super Bowl contender yeah but that, well, yeah I mean that, that that's a lot of finagling to get it done like that, but I mean, I think you have two immediate impact players that can help you definitely challenge Dallas in that division. I, I fig you in on that. Yeah, generally, I don't know if I'm as high on rugs as a as a number one guy as others may be, um, but I do think he can be an important part of your offense for sure, and a, and a good deep threat. And Ngakwe, I love and add to your defense, so. Um, if you feel that the Eagles are, are are that close to getting back to being a championship-level team, then those are the kind of moves you have to make. Well, you so, need receivers. Like, they got no receivers. I agree, but is, is Ruggs yeah. the kind of receiver that's worth um, – I love him. Yeah, I, Speed, I like man. him. I like him. I don't know if I love him. That's you know, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, look what he did. Look what Tyreek did. Hold the thought. We'll get back to it. That and the four is coming straight up. We're the fellas. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. That's the fig. We got Chris and Burst. That's the whole crew right here.
on Fox Sports Radio. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play fellas brought to you by geico do you own or rent a home sure you do fortunately geico makes it easy for you to bundle your home and auto insurance and it's a good thing because owning a home is hard work so go to geico.com get a quote see how much you could save easy geico.com that's cuz i'm big link and now one of the fun segments of the show we're going to do the four and cuz we got to jump right at it so we can give figgies all figgies answers before he has to go because you know he's going to be Hustling home yeah. to beat that traffic in L.A. Yes, um, he will be. <laughs> yeah, Giant rush. <laughs> What's your commute now? 12 minutes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Give or take. It's crazy. How do you go? How do I go? I mean, like, what, dire- yeah. what direction am I going back? Going well, back- uh, which street are you, what's your main thoroughfare? Well, I normally take the 101 to get up here, the okay. 101 freeway, so. Yeah. Well. Wow. Wow. I can't believe the 101 is that. Well, I saw the 405 the other day. I was like, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Wide open. Space. Crazy. Mm-hmm. All right. Time now for the four. Uh, are you ready? Here are your four questions. I will read the questions first. You guys take some time, formulate your answer. First question is a sports doc 
that you would recommend, you know, 30 for 30 or whatever it is, sports document, uh, the uh, docuseries or a documentary, and one that you're dying to see that's not out there yet. I can't wait for the Jordan one. I can't wait. I, I, I'm so excited. I'm so into that Bulls thing, so I can't wait to see what that's going to be about. Question number two. You get to watch one NBA game from the past, one NFL game from the past, one MLB game, and a wild card game. Whatever, whatever could, could be another, could be anything, any other sporting event. As we are jonesing for some sort of gameplay. Question number three. We did it last week about the movie lines. This is your favorite movie line. The one you quote all the time. And question number four. For our own amusement, you get to put two people in a, uh, again, in, in, a, in an octagon. And you get to watch them pummel each other. Who With are the social two distance? people? Yes, <laughs> We're, we are. We get to watch on TV as our own <laughs> sick enjoyment. But uh, you get to watch two people pummel each other to near death. Who are they? <laughs> <laughs> There's always got to be some level of violence in all your forces. <laughs> <laughs> You watch way too many gangster movies, cuz. <laughs> Everyone has got to be some level of violence. So who would you I, who would you want to choke fun. the life out because of? Because there are <laughs> because I'm sure like you're watching someone TV, the news. I mean, these people who's coughing on things, licking packages. I I mean, I can think of a, you know, some of these goofy politicians right. that are clueless. Like, you want them in a ring that you want to just see them get pummeled, don't you? So now you get two of them. You get to kill two birds with one stone. Perfect. <laughs> We're the fellas. Here's your four. We're going to start off with your sports documentary that you tell people to see, 30 for 30, whatever it is you like, um, like uh, the Ohio State-Michigan on HBO. Oh, that was a yeah. great one. Yeah. Um or uh, the or the and the one you want to see made like your own idea. So Link, you go first. You know I was a personal a, a big fan of the Ali documentary. I am Muhammad Ali. Oh, uh, that that's awesome. uh, it was one of my favorite because he's one of my greatest sports heroes. Uh, so I I, I I thoroughly enjoyed that and would suggest that to to people, especially for Ali fans, if you haven't seen it. Um, as far as one that I would want to see, hmm. You know, geez, a sports one that I would want to see. Who was a? Did they make? Did they ever make one? There, I have so many questions. I know I, I could probably ask him about, but one on Bo Jackson. Did they ever make one on Bo Jackson? Yeah, there was a thirty well, for thirty a few yes, years ago. There was. What? That's a good one. I haven't seen yeah. it. Okay, so I'm gonna check yeah. it out. I, I, I want. Oh, I want to see good the one, one on Bo Jackson. Yeah. That, that'll count. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. All right, let's go to Bursch. Bursch. Yes. We got for us, but you're usually good on these questions. Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, sports talk I would recommend is uh, Screwball. You can find it on Netflix right now. 
Uh, it is all about the biogenesis scandal in baseball um, with Alex Rodriguez and Tony Bosch. Um, it's super interesting. They actually have Tony Bosch talking about how he uh, he created an entire system that was designed to circumvent PED testing. Um, but eventually Manny Ramirez was the one who got caught because he's kind of dumb and he took uh, drugs he's on the wrong day. <laughs> That's literally oh, what it comes down to. Um, it's super interesting. It goes it goes very in-depth. You come out of it wondering how in the world A-Rod is still so accepted by the baseball community. Like, it's wild because uh, he did some really dirty things during that whole time. Despite the fact that Manny got caught, he still sought out Tony Bosch and uh, set up an entire program where he could use PEDs, and of course that led to multiple suspensions and uh, plenty of people getting caught through that whole system. Also, something that's really fun with the documentary is all the reenactments they do. Uh, they use children as the actors, so it's it's, wow, <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. That's awesome, man. Uh, I like so yeah, that. you can find that on Netflix. It's it's very well done. That's uh, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. You know what? You bring up a great point. Why is a rod so accepted yeah is he, is he really yeah i think no, it's it's that post career it's like post career you you get that chance to rehabilitate your image i don't know barry bonds hasn't gotten that no. right i know well, barry, barry bonds, bonds hasn't really been a, either he hasn't so really been much I've... of a public figure like <laughs> like uh a rod has. he's one he he did an article I, uh, interview i forget who it was with last week or two weeks ago yeah he had a brief uh a job as a hitting coach to the miami marlins right. and then he lost that and he's like i've been trying to get back into baseball ever since and my phone is open everybody has my number and no one's calling well, I th- yeah a rod is working for fox and he's yeah, he working for espn media, yeah. and what's that no, I'm just saying, like, I think the difference there is you go into the media, that kind of gives you a really big way to rehabilitate your image, so. And then, I, what was that doesn't Super Bowl hurt, commercial? It doesn't hurt to have J-Lo on your side. Right. I was going to say, there like... was that, I remember that <laughs> J-Lo commercial with him, yeah. A-Rod's also, like, he, he shows up on Shark Tank, he's got some show on MSNBC that's all business-related, um, and of course, yeah, he's, he's still, he's he's probably still the biggest face in baseball in terms of just personality because he's everywhere and even Donald Trump uh, called him and asked for some advice on how to handle coronavirus like it's it's crazy how how big he is still I know but to Figgy's point is that fair no like no, you know bonds not. first of all bonds was i i think an even better player oh that's not even a question A-Rod's one of the greatest players in the history of the sport but bonds is Easily better. I mean, Barry Bonds was one of the. I mean, oh my God! You know, again, this the 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 sin for him was he didn't have to cheat, right. but he looked around and he yeah. saw all these dudes cheating and went, "Ah, oh, man, you know what? You know, if if I if I did it, you know how many home runs I want to hit?" Yeah. He wrote the record. Like he was I mean, having like an MVP type out of this world season for at least back then standards, and it got eclipsed yes. by the home run chase. He's like, am I chop liver over here? Like, really? Yes. So he's like, if he can't beat him, I actually him, think join him. he's almost like I find him, and I know that I'm in the minority, but I find him as a, a sympathetic character. I'd find him more sympathetic if he was more apologetic, and if he was more, uh, for lack of a better term, less a less of a less of a douchebag <laughs> towards yeah. the towards the media and many other people. So if yeah. he, the thing I'll say about a Rod. 
at least from my experiences and hearing, he rarely ever mistreated the media. He was right. always, he was always, you know, well-spoken, talked to the, when, and when he, when he was found to be guilty of, of doping, he fessed up to it and admitted to it and apologized. And he's something, he used that same example when talking about the Astros during a spring training broadcast earlier this year. People are holding, holding things against the Astros because they're not being very contrite and they're not, you know, being extremely apologetic about it. He says, you know what? I cheated the game. I apologized. I did my time and I came back and I, and I do think that helped me rehabilitate my image. And I think Barry Bonds, I think that's kind of the thing that's been missing from him. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I do. I think you're probably right about that. If he does that, then, you know, it's a, it's a completely probably different deal. Yeah. Um, all right. I think we got you. Give me your, your doc and uh, give me the one you want to see. So I forget the name of the documentary, but there was one done on the uh, Loyola Marymount basketball team with uh, Bo Kimball and Hank Gathers. I, gather, um, yeah. I was not. Uh, I was I was young for that, so I wasn't really around. But I was, I was always intrigued by the story, uh, uh, but you know, between the two, how dynamic that that team was with those two phenomenal players that decided to go and do something special at a small school that nobody outside of Southern California even knew existed. You know, at the time, they're uh, my boys, man. Yeah, right. Philly kids, they are they're Philly, Philly guys. Kids. You're right, 100. Yeah. percent um, So that was going, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I know it's going to come pretty soon. The Kobe Bryant documentary. And all the figures in his life, and all the the things that he had gone through, um, just to to see how his life is going to be encapsulated uh, in documentary form. That's going to be coming, I'm pretty sure, within the next few years. So I'm looking forward to that. If and you know when it when it does actually happen. Yeah, I can't wait for that too. That's a good one. Fig, take it away, and then we'll continue with the four. Give us what's trending. All right. Well, speaking of Kobe Bryant, he will be one of three former players that are going to be inducted into the Naismith Basketball. Hall of Fame. They will be announced as inductees coming up later this afternoon. The other two, along with Kobe, are Kevin, excuse me, Kevin Garnett and Tim Duncan. Coaches Rudy Tomjanovich and Eddie Sutton will also be inducted as well. According to The Athletic, the NBA is proposing that the players take a 50% pay cut beginning on April 15th. The Players Association countering that offer they want the players to take a 25% pay reduction beginning in the month of May. The Chicago Bulls reportedly looking for a new top basketball executive. The WNBA postponed the start of its regular season, which was scheduled to begin on May 15th. The WNBA draft will still take place using a virtual format on April 17th. And University of Dayton sophomore forward Obi Toppin won the Naismith Award for Most Outstanding Basketball Player. Fellas, back to you. Uh, we are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com and get a free rate quote. Uh, continuing with the four, always a lot of fun. I ask four questions. The guys give four answers. Chris, you're up on the question number one, which is the doc you love and the doc you mm. recommend sports-wise. So... I don't eat, I don't think it's the best 30 for 30. I think, you know, you mentioned the Bo Jackson one, which was really good. But this, I think, is the most fascinating because it's a league that I, like, was a little before my time, and I'm always fascinated when things go belly up. It was called uh, Small Potatoes, Who Killed the USFL? Because I find the idea of a spring league like that, that started up like that, incredibly fun. And just seeing how it fell apart, there was, there's some larger-than-life characters, including a... Uh, you know, many appearances by our current president of the United yeah, States. Yeah, man. Who owned That's who a killed team. the USFL. 
yeah, who killed uh, small potatoes? Who killed the USFL? And it's actually uh, it was made by some people who I think went into work with NFL films. But it's a really great you know it's a really great look at a kind of the last really major attempt to create a competitor league to the NFL and just how it got sabotaged. And that's at, a good one. Yeah, that's a real it, good one. Yeah. I, I just I'm fascinated with that kind of stuff. And I I might I might have some Michigan Panthers gear at home too, just because I'm you know. I can't see the Lions win a championship, but the Michigan Panthers in 1983 became champions of the USFL. Who so. was the wide receiver, the stud wideout mm. from the Michigan Panthers? Oh, I can't remember. I used to know the quarterback's name, but I don't remember the the wideout's name. Lincoln, you remember? I don't. I don't remember much about the USFL. I wasn't really watching football back then. I loser that I was. <laughs> I I was. Uh, was it big... Anthony Carter? Yes. There you go. Very good, Anthony Carter from Michigan. You remember him, Link from Michigan? Oh yeah, I know. I know who the AC is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Carter was the uh, was the was the stud driver. See, I always remember because he was an Anthony. I was a kid growing up. <laughs> If you yes. want more in-depth as far as the USFL, Jeff Perlman wrote a great book on it called Football for a Buck. It's a, it's a good read. I'd recommend that, oh, too. Oh, yeah, you that, go was, e- that was good, yeah. If you want to go even deeper on it. He talks to a lot of figures, former players who played That's there, coaches, owners. Really, really good. Now, for yeah, the, he does a good job. There's a lot of different documentaries I want to see because I like the fringes of sports, but I'll give you, I'll give you just – Three ideas quick, but like the first, I'm ranking these in the order I want to see them. So first off, the first two ideas, I love the Olympics. My father took me to Atlanta and Sydney when I was young, and I was hoping to go this year to Tokyo, but just you know everything just didn't work out that way. But I I, I would say two two different ideas in the Olympics. One, well, you're gonna go next year. You can go next year. I, I'm I'm hoping so. I'm hoping I'm established enough here that I'll be able to take some time and go there. Yeah. But First idea is you always hear kind of these urban myths about how much uh, sex happens at the Olympic yeah. Village between athletes. Yeah. So I'd love kind of a, you know, no names tell all about kind of what weirdness gets up there. Or alternatively, I really want a documentary on kind of the 2000s U.S. swimming teams, the Michael Phelps, Ryan Locked, all those larger than life characters when U.S. swimming oh, was, was kind of at goof. the... Yeah, it was at the, kind of the height of what they were. Yeah. I really want some tell all of that. And then finally, third one, closer to home in the four major sports, uh, just a documentary on Jim Leland would be great. Jim Leland. Wow, that's a great story. I, that's a great one. I'll give you a great Jim Leland story. All right. Jim Leland and Charlie Manuel were both the, the last two candidates – for the Phillies job when Charlie got it. This was the year, I think, 2001, 2002, right after that. And Jim Leland was late to the interview because he had to stop on his way to Citizens Bank Park to the CVS on Broad Street Let me guess, to get buy some a smokes. pack of smokes. Yep. Yes. Yeah. So there's always stories from when he was in the Tigers clubhouse where he would find just new places to sneak because you weren't supposed to smoke in the clubhouse because he was, you know, managing them back in kind of the early 2010s and he just he didn't care. He'd find a hallway to go smoke. 
Classic, right? Classic. Jim Leland, great stuff. All right, uh, let's keep it going. Uh, the next question to the four is this one. Give me your – you're going to sit back, Link, and you're going to watch an NBA, NFL, MLB, and a wild card. What are you watching? Okay. I don't really have one for Major League Baseball, but I'm going to substitute for a fight. I want to go Ooh, back and I want to watch the uh, um, the fight of the century, Frazier Ali. I think it was March seventh, nineteen seventy one. I love it. It's a great story. That's uh, that's that's the first one. I want to see that battle because they just you saw the after effect. They came out butchered and beaten, and uh, Frazier won that. But Ali took a took a beating. Uh, the next one, my basketball one, is going to go um, the nineteen eighty eight slam dunk, Michael Jordan versus Dominique. Wow, that's awesome! Like I'm supposed to. And I that was that was that was a fun. I was I was on the edge of my seat for that one because I was yeah. <laughs> That was a human highlight battle. film. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, my football one goes back to the day my 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 childhood dreams were crushed. Nineteen eighty one, the NFC Championship game, Dallas and San Francisco. Where the oh, 49ers that's when you were a unfortunately a Cowboys fan yep, during your dark exactly age, right. dark during age, the dark yeah. ages. <laughs> when you were when you were a young misguided youth. And my wild card is I actually want to see. Because I've all I, I've never I've seen bits and pieces of, but I actually would like to see the game, the whole game, when Wilt scored a hundred and sixty. Ah, that's a great one. Hershey. I want to see a man score a hundred points. <laughs> it was yeah, like, dude, be, what, cool, what are you man. doing? Are you fouling him? Are you? I mean, yeah. What can you do to stop him? But that, that's that's my great answers, man. Great answers. Uh Bersh, what do you got? Uh, Kobe's eighty-one point game. Great. Uh, Super Bowl forty-two, the Giants defeating the undefeated Patriots. Um, oh wow! The your first giant one, yes. of Patriot, yes, yeah, David Tyree catch. My man Steve Spagnuolo, Spag, uh, Lincoln, Lincoln, and I both go. love Spags. He was the man responsible for stopping Brady the first time. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, um, I get my my man some love, like he did this year. Won a Super Bowl <laughs> again. Yes, yes. Uh, game seven of the 2016 World Series, Indians Cubs. Uh, super back oh, and that's forth. That's a good late. one. That was a great game. That was, yeah. Remember, it, it started incredible. this spit rain. Yes, yes. And wow, that's awesome. It was, it was because the apocalypse was about to take place because yes. the Cubs were about to win the World Series. Yes, so yes. They, uh, God intervened, and then finally, um, Chris reminded me the uh, the 2008 uh, swim team relay, U.S. versus uh, France, the uh, the men's swim team that ended with uh, literally a fingertip. Uh, wow, with the win. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I think that's a bust out. That's a that's a Chris type of answer. <laughs> yeah, not to not to go back to the documentary thing, but now that I'm thinking about it more. Like, man, those swimming teams were just so insane. I think that's yeah, just so many stories yeah. that have got to come out of that. All right. Yeah, I I, 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 you know, you're probably right. You're probably right. Didn't they get caught? weren't weren't they going to get prosecuted abroad? I don't Did remember. Did they, they wreck the hotel room or they, something? That, that sounds very in character. I'd have to go back and like it's funny because Phelps and, and Lochte, Lochte, like they keep whatever, fall, the falling in and out of friendship. It's so insane. Lochte was accused of someone of attacking him or something, or being held at gunpoint, or being kidnapped. Oh yeah, kind of, it was, was like all, a fake me out. It was all yeah, false. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a kind. Of, he's a need a beaten guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've not, never not heard to, that description to, used. That's not, pretty good. Not to uh, spoil looking ahead, but this might show up again in my in my number four question. But uh, yeah, uh, uh, all right. Well, let's go. Okay, hit, hit it to me right now. Give me your yours, Chris, because you've got to move quickly. Go yeah, ahead. yeah. So, um, 
NBA, I'm going to go back. I think I've mentioned this another four before. 2013 NBA Finals, Game 6. I want to see Heat, Spurs. I want to see that Ray Allen shot again. Right. I, that That's whole good. That whole game was just high drama. 2006 for MLB. I'm going with some uh, comfort food for myself. I'm going... Uh, spoiling myself, I want the Tigers A's game four of the ALCS. I want to see Maglio Ordonez hit that walk-off one more time. And then for the football, 2012 AFC Championship Broncos-Ravens, where Joe Flacco just throws that bomb over the head of the entire Broncos uh, backfield. Miracle and double overtime. That's very good. And then for wild card, I want to go back. Any of the Chael Sonnen versus Anderson Silva fights, I'd probably say the second one in UFC 148, but those were just two fighters just at just the height of their powers. So any of their fights. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, Fig, we'll come back. You're on the clock. That's right. All right. That'll be coming up next. The four continues. Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, we're the fellas on Fox. All right, welcome back, fellas. Hanging out with you on a Saturday, April the 4th. Should be Final Four weekend. Should be baseball. Soon enough, it'll happen. For now, we reminisce. We look forward. We look backwards. We give you the four, fellas, live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So, Figgy, you were on the clock when we last left. Figgy, give me your the go-to game. Like, today, you want to watch games, and you're going to get an NBA game, an NFL game, an MLB game, and a wild card. Could be anything you want to watch sports-wise. What are you watching? All right, so Bersha took my uh, Giants-Patriots. That was a good one. So I'll, I'll slide over and take the Eagles-Patriots. Anytime the Patriots lose, I'll take it. So well, when the, the Eagles, Raiders. I thought you watch a Raider game. I do. I do. Well, the most memorable, the one I was most happy about is when they beat the Titans in the AFC title game. Lincoln was on that team. But the game that followed, I wasn't so excited about. So I decided to just leave that entire season alone. And yes, I, didn't, yes. I didn't bring it up. Lincoln Anthony did. So don't yes. don't yell at me. Yeah, I know, I know. Ant's right. kicking my dog while we're here, and so geez. never, never, uh, never, never. So I'll go with your Eagles beating the Patriots a couple of years ago for. You and like a, uh, beers on me. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll go with uh, my Angels winning the World Series over the Giants in 2002. Uh, I'll watch that every single time. That Game Seven was amazing. Uh, basketball. The uh, that's the, one of the most underrated Game Sevens in, in the history of baseball. Yeah, it was Underrated excellent. games ever. Yeah, Game 6 and Game 7 were both epic yeah. in that series for sure. Uh, loved it. The uh, 85 NBA Finals with the Lakers beating the Celtics in the Boston Garden to win the championship. The Lakers never won in the Boston Garden. And for them to actually win the championship there, pretty damn sweet. And uh, a wild card for me would be uh, college football, actually. This is, goes back to my days of fandom when I was a fan of USC football in 2004. And all these people across the country saying that USC are these soft West Coasties. They're going to get their asses kicked by Oklahoma and the Sooners. And these. And USC went into the Orange Bowl and just knocked them silly. Who's the running back? Reggie Bush. Oh, Adrian Peterson for Oklahoma. No. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah, it was Adrian Peterson for Oklahoma. But yeah. you had Reggie Bush and Lindell White, yeah. Matt Leinart. Lindell White. I used to love Lindell White. Oh, Lindell was Big a beast. Bruising back. I thought he'd be better at Tennessee, man. Well, I think he had some weight issues. Yeah, yeah, I love Lindell White. All right, favorite movie lines, Link. My favorite movie line was, and 
<laughs> still laugh when I hear it. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley from Airplane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bersh. Ending of Save, it Pri- Save it Private Ryan, Tom Hanks says to Matt Damon, earn this. Very good, very good. Chris. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. Uh, sounds like big trouble. You're going to need plenty of legal advice before this thing is over. As your attorney advises you to rent a very fast car with no top, and you'll need the cocaine, tape recorder for special music, Acapulco shirts, get the hell out of L.A. for 48 hours. He said yes. favorite line, not monologue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that all counts as a line. You don't interrupt Dr. Gonzo. Uh, yeah, he's, he's got a point. Let's go to uh, Figgy. It's Friday. You ain't got no job, and you ain't got bleep to do. <laughs> From the movie Friday, of course, for those who don't know. Bye, Felicia. Uh, another good one. <laughs> uh, give me your celebrity death uh, people you death match, Lincoln. Trump and Gronk going at it. <laughs> wow. Give me, give, me, give me yours, Figgy. I love seeing two old guys go at it. Bob Knight and Bill Parcells. <laughs> Bursh. Two old guys as well. Colin Cowherd and Doug Gottlieb. <laughs> <laughs> I got Kyle in that one. Uh, what do you got, uh, Chris? Once again, going back to the U.S. Olympics swimming team, Michael Phelps and Ryan Lochte. Oh, there you go. That's beautiful. Lochte couldn't find the octagon. <laughs> yeah, I, I got Phelps. Get your Michael Phelps on. Fellas, Lincoln Kenny, Anthony Gargano, Fox. All right, 9 a.m. Mini 6 a.m. in the West. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano. Big bleeping link, I'm cuz, and together we are the fellas coming live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. So, uh, just to recap part of the show, talking a lot about uh, the NFL draft, and I gave Lincoln a big woodja, and the big woodja was, if you are the Dolphins, would you give up three first-round picks, your 5, 18, and 23, for Joe Burrow? And if so, you're the Bengals, do you take it? Where does Burrow rank? You got Herbert. You got Tua. I don't believe in either Tua or or uh, Herbert. I think Tua, I'm deathly afraid. I think he's got skills, but I, I'm, I'm deathly afraid of how uh, how durability. Yeah, durability, yeah. rugged he can be. I agree. Yeah. I think he's got issues there. Thank you. And uh, and I don't like Herbert. Yeah. You know what? It, it, here's the thing: if you give up that much draft collateral. Let's just say if you're the Dolphins and you miss on Burrow, or you know it just it, it becomes and anything's possible. I mean, it's just a chance. These guys look there. There's so many more draft choices that don't pan out than do. So you know if he just is, is disastrous on the next level, well, you know Cincinnati will look like you know look like the smartest team in the world and and just made the steal of the century. Other than what. Uh, O'Brien gave uh, DeAndre Hopkins away for, um, <laughs> really? but uh, but if, if it, that, that's a big if, I mean it's a risk. I don't I don't know if it's worth taking. See, I'm of the mindset that I could do the first two, 
I, and because I have and the Dolphins have 14 picks, if I was Dolphins general manager, I would say I could do the first two picks, uh, number one picks, and a second rounder uh, to jump up. But three first rounds is too steep, especially when I need a lot of help at offensive line. Huh? Yeah, I you know you I hear you, but again, I keep going back to the quarterback. When do you yeah. get a chance to draft a quarterback of his ilk? I I just think you're getting you're looking at it there. To me. There, you, I think Lawrence is special, and I think Burrow proved he was special. I had a buddy of mine, and that we were kind of debating this. He said, uh, he goes, ah, Burrow is not even Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning was the most overrated player in the NFL. So what was his point? He was saying that, that he Burrow would not do it. He wouldn't? Yeah. In other words, he wouldn't have paid three first-round picks for Peyton, right? And he thought Peyton was overrated. Well, Peyton's a surefire Hall of Famer. I don't know what more you can ask. I mean, well, I was like, yeah, we're talking about overrated. Yeah, was, and he hit me with the plea of the whole playoffs. And anybody who brings that up, oh, Super Bowl, he wasn't any good, blah blah, against Bears, blah blah. And you go, listen, AFC Championship game, thirty-eight, thirty-four. He outduels Brady. Right. I mean, what more you want? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, look, it, when it comes to quarterback play, everything pales in comparison this generation because of Brady. But with that being said, when you're a team that needs a quarterback and, and it, you know, for all the projections and everything that you've seen, you can't really ask out of a prospect to do more than Joe Burrow has done. And especially being an Ohio kid. If you're the Bengals, this is really uh, – I know it's too sweet of a deal, but if you're the Bengals, you, you just can't miss on this one. You you can't mess this up. You have to take that kid because he's going to sell tickets and bring your fan base back. If you if you go for those three picks and say, well, we're, we're rebuilding and we're just building draft collateral, you're basically throwing to your fan base, you know what, we're going to we're gonna lose for Lawrence and hopefully we can get in that sweepstakes next year. And there's no guarantee that it can. And I, yeah. I just don't know how you convey that to your team – First of all, to your players, and and uh, and to your fan base. Yeah, yeah. You know, because Figgy brought up a great point in the last hour when we were talking, or in the hour before when we were talking about it. You know, Miami started playing better um, towards the end of the year last year, uh, but I but I honestly felt that when I watched the Miami Pittsburgh game, I honestly felt that their coaching staff was trying to lose that game. The way they were, the way they were coaching, and the way they were calling plays, especially on defense, that they were trying to lose that game. And so I was like, oh, my goodness, this, this is the first time I've ever seen a team purposely tanking. But, really? Yeah. I mean, they played – I mean, it was a d- disastrously called defensive side for the Dolphins, uh, especially when they let uh, Pittsburgh go down the field uh, before the end of the first half and, and get a touchdown. I mean, it was just unbelievably dumb. But uh, but they played better towards the end of the year. And, 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 see, that's the thing about tanking, especially in football. I don't know how – I don't know. I know a coach would never say it. I know they would probably put you in a position to where you just can't win, or you know, call poor plays or, or things like that. But man, to to purposely look like you're tanking, I just think it's I, I think it's bad where everybody's going to jump off a ship. But that's it. Yeah. No, I hear you. I do. I get it. I mean, you know, I I I hear you on that whole subject. Again, I just look at it and go. Man, oh man, three picks. That's a lot of collateral. I mean, it really is. I mean, it's it's hard to first round picks. It's hard to 
at least not have the conversation in your own war room about what you could do with those picks. Is your quarterback back at number five? Can you, yeah. will you feel about Justin Herbert or whatever, you know? Yeah. But we're, we're ranking these quarterbacks as we see fit and, and who knows how it's going to play. And I mean, there's also, you know, Jordan Love's been in the conversation and it seems like one day he's hot the other day he's not. You know, I'm I'm with you as far as quarterback play goes. I don't take the chance on two in the top ten because that puts pressure to have to play him. And I don't know if he's ready to play. Yeah, and I, again, we you know, we always go back to durability with him. Yeah. But I think that's fair. I mean, he's, you know, he takes big hits in college and he gets banged up. Yeah. What's it going to be like in the NFL? Right. Yeah. But 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 you do you do need a quarterback. If you're the Dolphins, do you not take a quarterback with this pick and use the 14 players and just go with Fitzpatrick, say, for another year, or maybe make a play for Jameis or Cam to be your starter for a, on a two-year deal and then go after Trevor Lawrence? I mean... Yeah, see, what I would do is I, I would look to m- maneuver to get Lawrence now if I'm the Dolphins. And I would look, instead of trading the three first-round picks... For Burrow, what I would do is I would try to, tr- I would try to acquire first round picks next year. I see. And I would no look players to, involved. No, I I would look to I look to try to trade my picks. Mm. I look to project and see who's interested, and I look at who who would be the. T- I kind of try to forecast. And granted, it's hard to tell in the NFL because, you know, you get a lot of worst to first situations. But I would look to try to stockpile and have three first round pick next year. That's interesting you say it. I mean, look, it, 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 boy, it would be creative if you're able to finagle and put yourself in a position for that. But man, that's a lot. That's a lot I know, I, I know, but I mean, I, I mean that that's my. See, I just think I just think Trevor Lawrence is that good. I think That's what a lot of people say I about mean, Joe Burrow. Sunshine is just yeah. He's my fa- like he's my favorite since Luck coming out. Mm-hmm. Now Luck, you know, unfortunately because of the injuries, never turned out to be what he should be, should have been. But he mm-hmm. was a great. I mean, you remember you you and I talked about him. Yeah, he was an incredible prospect coming out of Stanford. Like, oh, there, everybody there was, was high on him. It was like it was it was yeah, as, he for was sure as Peyton Manning. Yeah, he was Peyton Manning. He was. You know, unfortunately, circumstances took him out of that situation. Right. But if I look at it, I, mean, I just think Lawrence is, the, is that is that guy. I mean, he's got what, – what doesn't he have? He's got a great arm. He's mobile. He's tall. What doesn't he have? Well, the fact that he had a great arm and that he's tall is what usually the old school philosophy of scouts was looking for. You know that 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 was that was a big deal to them to be able to you know like the Drew Bledsoe's and the Peyton Manning's have a tall. Yeah, this kid can move season. though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like no, this right. kid, you know, Lawrence can move. That's, that's why the he's the thing. next phase. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, you're right on, Link, and that's why you got to be able to move in this league. That's why you look at Winston. That's the biggest problem. He's not as mobile. He's not as you know. Again, uh, we'll see. You know, if he cut down his turnovers and the eyesight thing, but you know, I think his biggest issue because he's got a nice arm. Like he would intrigue me as someone that I would try to unlock. But I think 
I he's a guy that would be he would give me the height of frustration. I agree with that. I mean, I I think that in with you're thinking about both Jameis and Cam. The reason why they haven't been signed is twofold. One, they want to be a starters, in my opinion. So I know that's part of their negotiations. So they want to go to a team where they can probably start. But in, and in that sense, their baggage has worked against them because, let's face it, the NFL wants their quarterback to be their star on every team. And you don't want somebody who's, you know, for Jameis, everything that came out of Florida State and you followed him even in the league the first couple of years at, at Tampa, you don't want that. Uh, and you don't want you know, for Cam's thing the the injuries, the fact that he's been beat up with a nineteen million dollar price tag. It's it's a lot if you don't have to, especially you, know, you probably end up waiting to after the draft to see these guys get picked up. Yeah, if you're in New England, because I talk about New England, I, I mean, I, first of all, I want nothing to do with Cam Newton. I want nothing to do with him. Now, you know, I I I despise him as a quarterback, right? Because it it always goes back to the Super Bowl to me. I just think he's a front runner, right? Oh, you know, not well. Now, Winston intrigues me. See, the Winston, I think, mentality. Yes, and I think he throw. Here's the thing about Cam, he he can be great as a thrower, but he can be woeful as a thrower. Yeah, like I mean, he, he has he, these yeah. wild swings. He's like a he's like a pitcher who's who will get into these walking mode. Like he just fires them high. Outside, and I, and I think that's just because he, he was, I mean, playing injured. I mean, he was banged up, but I tell you what, as far as Cam goes, that big body in today's league, I mean, if you teach a quarterback how to get down to protect himself and use it, he's he's a force, he, he really is. I mean, he's he's hard to bring down and he's hard yeah, to defend. But, I, mean, against. I, I mean, he's been banged up. No, that, that, I mean, that's the thing, that's the thing because he has been banged up, you know, which he got left in that sense, yeah. at least Winston. I think he's he's got a little bit more accuracy than, than Newton, and I think I can work with him. I think he's a little touch. I'd like him not to be as doughy as he is. Right, right. Anyway, we'll come back and we'll take quick to loving his draft stuff. I want to read you, and you know we're going to go through our a bit of a first mock on the show, and I want you to I'll read you an our lads mock. And you tell me if you like the player, love the player, hate the player, and if you were that team, what you would do if you would draft that player. So I'll have some fun with the draft coming up next for the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. The fellas, Cousin Big Link coming at you and brought to you by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year on your credit card. And what's even more amazing is Discover has accepted over 99% of the places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes, 2020 Nielsen Report, limitations apply. Because uh, we were getting ready for the draft, you know, you, you, we were talking about Trevor Lawrence, and I just, I was, I was looking ahead, projecting ahead for the next year's draft, and I think Justin Fields will be a big part of it. it it's, what's interesting is that when you look at some of the projected mock drafts, what teams are in that top five area to pick. Uh, Jacksonville first, it comes to mind. And unfortunately, Chris, I think Detroit's going to be there depending on what they do this year at quarterback. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see how the, how the, how the, how the draft just, you know, molds itself and what teams are there or what teams got better from this year and what teams didn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Before, hey, before we, I'm going to throw this at you. Before we go into our mock draft, 
Uh, Chris, you had you had a question. Uh, somebody on Twitter had a good one from Ohio. Yeah, sorry. What's that? I need to like, drop my headphones here, so I'm like trying to get these on. Yeah, All we right. have. A- so we got someone from Twitter. Uh, who just reached out to me, I guess. He can't find you there. It's uh, I think it's Justin in Cincinnati. I think Birch said that's who this is. He says, ask the fellas, uh, doesn't the fact that Burrow is a one-year wonder scare you? As a Bengals fan, I take the picks and move back. So, uh, <laughs> I'm not as afraid of Burrow, the one-year one. I think I mean, he showed me, I mean, he can legit play. Right. However, I said earlier, I would do the deal if I was Miami and trade the ones, and I would do the deal if I'm Cincinnati and accept the ones because I think I need more if I'm Cincinnati. And if I get that draft capital, I'll put my eggs into Lawrence, who I love, for next year. So that's how I would play, if it makes any sense, where I would actually yeah. do the deal if I'm both teams. Lincoln? Well, you know, here's the thing. First of all, to address the one-year wonder thing, I n- normally I would probably say that could be a big deal for me, but if I'm in Cincinnati, I'm taking all the things, all the factors into what I need to do to help business along. You saw him have a tremendous year that one year that he was out, and he he played phenomenal, which is a good sign. He showed great leadership. He did everything you wanted as a quarterback, won the national championship. So that's not necessarily it's a, a, a riff or, you know, just a, it happened. He played well enough to win them a national championship. Two, he's an Ohio kid, which sells tickets. And in, the, in business, you also have to think about that. And three, from everything that you've seen so far, he's the best quarterback available in the draft. And you're a team that needs a quarterback. That's when you don't overthink it. Except the the – Tweeter, our buddy from Cincinnati, makes a good point. Oh, yeah. Which is, yeah, you need a quarterback, and we know that, but you need so much else. Can you trust him 100%? You can't trust any of your draft choices 100%, but you're in a well, position. I mean, you know. But you're, I mean, in a, you're in a position for, for, you're in a number one position for a reason. You didn't win enough games last year, so you need to win games. You got to have a quarterback. What you did at quarterback didn't work. So I I don't mess this up because it, because if you do mess it up and the guy turns out to be another Patrick Mahomes, you know just like nine other teams were thinking, well, why didn't we see this guy? You know what I mean? Before the Kansas City guy, right. it, it's this is what you don't do because quarterback is so important. Yeah, no, I listen. I I mean I agree. I hear what you're saying, but I'm not worried about selling tickets. I'm worried about trying to win for the first time in forever. Well, then you need a quarterback. You're right, but if I get my quarterback <laughs> next year and his name is Trevor Lawrence, I go, it's, yeah, boy. It's, it, there's no guarantee that you'll be there. Well, I mean, right. you know, if you talk about teams that are that are going to be struggling this year right off the top of our head, who, 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 how many can you think of uh, that are struggling to win football games? Depending stank. On how yeah, the stank. The stank on ice type teams. Mm-hmm. So you got the Giants and the Redskins, I both think will stink. Yep, yep. Great. You got – uh, South, I think Carolina has a chance to be bad because it's a complete rebuild. Even though they got Teddy, I wouldn't be surprised to tear down peace, yeah. particularly in that division. Uh, out West, I think it's a pretty good pretty good division. North, nah, Lions, but I don't even think they're going to be that bad. 
sort of um, middle of the road, probably right, you know, around like six, seven, eight to pick, right? You know, I, I right. think the Jaguars are a part of that conversation. Yeah. I think the Jaguars are going to struggle this year. Um, you know, I, I don't know really what to put into Miami. Of course, it depends on what they do with their draft, but I think Miami will probably be in that conversation again. Well, they sent, oh, they spent all that money on free yeah. agency, but I, yeah. I kind of agree with you. Out west, I don't really see anybody. Yeah. I mean, depending on what the Chargers do, obviously, at quarterback, uh, I think they could probably be in another position where they're in a top 10 pick. So, with that being said, you know, just it's just too big of a risk to, to try to lose for Lawrence. Uh, and what happens if you go all that way and you end up at number two or number three and the team above you takes a quarterback? Then then it was all for nothing. Yeah. Because you're I looking at Justin but, but Fields again, to be your savior or the future, yeah, whoever the, the next yeah. quarterback is. I just I, I love me some uh, – again, if I was both teams, I would do the deal. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's go Let's go to our drill. We talked about a lot about Burrow. All right, number two, everybody, consensus, Chase Young. Is he a star? Is he a good player or a bust, Lincoln? I think he's a star. And, I agree. and if I was Cincinnati, I mean, if if I was drafting, if I had the mindset that drafting the best available player on the board, I mean, I it, I would take him. But wow, right? You know, you need a quarterback, so you don't need another Russian. You need a quarterback. All right, no, uh, if you're the Redskins, do you draft them? Draft who? Chase? Yeah. Yes. Or you, or you trade? No, 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 no. I mean, well, no, 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 no. I wouldn't trade. Because, like I said, my now my philosophy or my mindset is going into thinking that over the last couple of years, you've seen how how influential in outcomes of games Khalil Max, the Bosa's, all these guys have been these rush-ins. Edge rusher becomes a premier, premier position, especially with as many pass-happy teams as you have out there. Yeah. You you get somebody to get pressure on the quarterback. Uh, number three, do you go Okuda? I think that's the best bet. But if I'm in Detroit, I think I could trade down and get some picks if somebody wants to jump up to get Tua. Because I think there's value there. You could trade uh, back and still get those players. You still need a lot of help, especially Giants the are another side. one that could trade back. Absolutely. Now, they, you could also draft Wirfs, who's the tackle from Iowa. For who, Detroit? Yeah. No, yeah. for the Giants. Oh, Giants. Oh, okay. To protect uh, – to protect um, Daniel Jones. Well, you need a lot of offensive line help, and that's been one of your biggest issues. So you've got to find a way to get that offensive line, especially that left tackle. Well, you're the Dolphins. Two is there. You're taking them. I can't. I still can't get behind that, no. Even though you need a quarterback. Even though I need a quarterback, I'm taking one of these offensive linemen, to be honest with you. Herbert. I'm not sold on him. I'm not sold on him. Just like you, I'm not sold on Tua Herbert. I'm not. I can't. I I just, you know, you're the Chargers. You need a quarterback. And I agree. I mean, both the Dolphins and the Chargers need a quarterback. I just don't, I don't get behind the picks. I, I mean, if there was a way for somebody to trade up and get that, give, give me, give me a saucy deal, then I'm, I'm moving down. You're all sauced up. I yep. agree. I agree with you. All right, one more. Let's go number seven. Uh, this is the Our Lads mock because I like I like the Our Lads uh, 
Mark. Derek Brown, who I love, the defensive tackle from Auburn. Yes. Great be a pick beast. for the Carolina yeah. Panthers. Truly. Absolutely. Especially talking about that division and the, and the, the, the run emphasis between the tackles yeah. that all those teams have. Yes. Great yeah, pick. Great pick. Great pick. All right, let's take a quick T.O. We'll come right back. But first, let's find out what's going on and what's trending with the Lord of Trendings. <laughs> the one, the only, I love. Morning, Anthony and Lincoln. How you guys doing? Wonderful, up, my brother. Got, got, got some real interesting news that just came down, and I have a feeling we're going to be following it throughout the day. The White House says that Major League Commissioners will be participating in a phone call with President Trump today at noon Eastern. No word wow. yet on what is going to be discussed. When you think of the phrase Major League Commissioners, you, of course, think of Messrs. Manfred, Goodell, Silver, and Bettman, but the White House did not specify which of them would be participating in today's call. They just used the phrase Major League Commissioners. Meanwhile, Ken wow. Rosenthal, yeah, so... I don't know what's going to come out of it. There's going to be a briefing later today at 3.30 Eastern about the coronavirus. So I don't know if it'll be something about morale or whether there'll be some substantive discussion about playing or not playing because each different sport has different logistical issues and concerns as evidenced by another report by Ken Rosenthal. He reports that Major League Baseball is considering the idea of playing games in empty spring training parks with quarantined players and no fans. I thought that was already being done by the Marlins. Anyway, Rosenthal adds oh. a deceased... <laughs> The season, at least initially, oh, man, you haven't lost your fastball. <laughs> the season could initially be played in Florida or more likely in Arizona, but that the logistics of quarantining 30 teams in one area would be extremely complex and potentially controversial because it would require local, state, and federal cooperation and resources that might already be occupied fighting the coronavirus pandemic. Finally, the official announcement of the Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2020 will be made today at noon Eastern. Multiple outlets reporting the inductees will include Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Durant, former Oklahoma State head coach Eddie Sutton, and two-time NBA championship winning head coach Rudy Tomjanovich of the Houston Rockets. But uh, Anthony and Lincoln, definitely well, going to be something news, we'll be man. following today. Yeah, the uh, major league commissioners participating in a phone call with President Trump, according to the White House. But uh, no details yet on as we mentioned, exactly which commissioners will be participating, fellas. Oh, thank you, Ilo. Appreciate that bit of news. That's big news. And it's time to pivot from our mock draft for a second. Uh, it's We are the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, coming to you live from the Geico. Fox Sports Radio Studios, 15 minutes can save you 15% or more on car insurance. Go to geico.com for a free rate quote. And this is at Monster News that you'll hear from Goodell, Manfred, uh, Adam Silver, and Bettman, most likely, uh, to talk to Donald Trump. Now, what what do you think? This is interesting. This is either one of two things. One, for the morale of the country, they figure out ways to play games. Or it's like, listen, guys, you know, every day you guys are trying to come up with different ways to play games. We need your resources right now, and we need you guys to take the lead when it comes to social distancing, and you guys aren't going to be able to play for a while. We got bigger issues right now. We got to be able 
to flatten out the curve when it comes to the virus. Well, which, I, I, I don't think I, don't, I, I think it's going to be the first way to just talk about. It. He's going to try to find a way to how we can play it. Describe some scenarios of how you can make it happen, because you know this president, in many ways, has has kind of downplayed what has happened so far as much as he could. You know, it's talking about well, it, but he has had no no. But Dr. Fauci changed all that though. Well, but but again, he still wants to he wants to be the person who who has a cape and it comes in and saves the day. So he wants yeah. to restore morale rather than lessen it. I mean, there are a lot of times where just hearing him speaking, like that's not exactly right, right, right. thinking. Right, but, right. But you know, for him to come back and say, "Hey, well, we're we're, we're doing better, and we're going to be better," and it's and and after this thing's over, we're going to get through it. I understand that he'll he'll want to use sports. He'll be the one who wants to use sports and say, "Well, I was the one who was able to you know create a scenario for sports to be played to bring a little bit more morale back to the people." And, so I, I think it's a, I think it's wow, man, that's discuss. crazy. Could they actually play these games in quarantine? I don't know, Lincoln. I, I mean, we talked about it earlier, man. I think it's just a logistic nightmare. And and Ilo mentioned it when when he he said it. If you think about the numbers, and you, I don't know how you do it. I I really don't. And especially when the the country is is the way it is, because if you're playing in a city that resources already stretched minimum of fighting the virus, then you're asking them to come, you know, to, to do a lot more, whether it's security or, you know, what have you. And it's not necessarily on the front line. I mean, we're talking about sports. This is not a necessity. I know. I, I, I know. I know. Now, I don't know. Maybe he's trying to use resources. What kind of resources could you guys use? I, I don't know the help. No, the, the Patriots plane other than the, yeah, transported a bunch of masks and a couple million masks. I think the Patriots planes, but I don't know if you're if you're asking them for that. I got to believe this phone call is, is how how do we get sports going? How can we do it? Can you think of a way? Because every time I kind of think of a way, how in the world you're going to go to Arizona? Let's take baseball for a second and play in in, in minor league in, in uh, spring training parks. All it takes is one person to get it, and That's then exactly right. and then you're shutting the whole thing down again. Yep, yep. How's now, I've possible? got a, I've got a few spring training places that are close to me. There's there's Wrigley West, the Cubs one. Uh, there's Hoholcomb, the the A's one. Uh, that's that's close to my house, within miles, you know, of, of my house uh, here in Mesa. So you know the the Cactus League. Um, if if you're trying to do, you know, the Cactus League is here, and then the, what is it, Grapefruit League in Florida? I just don't know. I just, I, I mean, I can't, I can't see it because the worst, too much, to me, the, too much of the worst. And if I'm a player, I don't want to, I don't want to expose myself to that. No, and by the way, we haven't even reached the the apex of the virus curve right. here in the country. That's exactly right. Like we're still three weeks out, probably two, three weeks out before the height of it. Wow, exactly right. man! I mean, listen, we all want to see it. We'd all love to have sports back, but, but not if it comes also- at the risk of lives. Oh, exactly, because it is and still also, sports. How a good conscience could you be playing? sports and watching sports when you got doctors and nurses and people on the front lines dying not having enough you know they're they're not protected well enough i mean can we really 
do we really need bread circuses that bad that you know we we ignore the front lines of the medical people here I, I, I don't know I mean I see these grim images all the time I mean these doctors or nurses are contracting the disease yeah you got all the people on the front lines who are delivery guys and the cleaning people I mean these people are paramount they're keeping the country going. All the Amazon delivery people. I mean, come on. I, you know. Well, look, if I'm an athlete in any of these sports, I really don't want to do it until it's clear. I don't want to leave my house. I don't want to run the risk of, you know, losing my life or what, to play a game? That's exactly. just the way I think of it. I mean, you're, you're talking about a virus out there that's killing people. And here's the thing. You can say all you want. Oh, well, you know, you're in, a, you're in great shape. And if you're in great shape. You're, the chances are very slim that something serious will happen. But who knows? If you get it in a bad way, you're done. You're going to take that kind of risk. Well, I mean, think of it this way: if who who knows if if you contract it and you don't show any uh, you show any symptoms, and then let's say you get time to see your newborn baby. Yeah, I, I you know, you know what I'm saying. I mean, I'm yes. not trying to wish that. I mean, these are things; these are scenarios no, that would go through my head. Whether it's seeing my my elderly mother or grandmother, or or someone you know that's new in my life. I mean, or or you're telling these athletes, well, for the sake of the game, we want to keep you away from your your family for a whole month or two mm. or whatever to play this season out. Is your mind really on that game? No, Mine I wouldn't agree. be. I agree. I think you're right about that, Link. I I don't know, Chris. Bursch, Chris, I'll start with you. Any, uh, how would you view this thing? Um, man, that's such a complex. Like, I, I'm sorry. Can you just clarify it here? I, I'm just, I'm just trying to wrap my head around all this again. Like, view, no, I, view, I, I view mean, is I, like I, started it up, or no? Well, well, how would you? How do you view? Well, what, what, I guess what's your what's your uh, outlook on what the president is? is having this conference call for? Is it to say, hey, look, we need to show a united front and, you know, there's going to be no sports for whatever, how many months? Or is he going to try to push to get them open? Well, it's probably going to start with a lot of complaining, as it always does with this president, about uh, either about his ratings or about something he did in the past. I brought up the USFL documentaries because I think somehow this is going to come back into play. He's going to whine something like that to the NFL, uh, to Roger Goodell at some point. It's going to be incoherent for a while. And then it's finally going to get into that. I think he, he wants sports back because it'll make him look better. Like this is a president who's very vain. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care what your politics are. This is a guy who is demonstrably very vain, very into himself and uh, a lot of it's just going to be about him. We, we know this by now. Whenever Trump has a press conference, it is about me, myself, and I. And it'll be a lot about that. He is, like, publicly beefed with the NFL, like, nonstop for, like, you know, it recently, just, like, you know, during the course of his presidency for, like, two, three years, he's going to probably – this is a guy who does yeah, not forget his – this is a different situation, views. though. I mean, this is – I don't think Trump realizes that it's different. Like even in this whole crisis, it's been about himself. Oh, this is a, yeah, but this is this is a pandemic. This is a historical. I know. I've watched some of his press conferences though, and he opened one by talking about how he how I, these rate how his ratings are up. I know. I, listen, I hear the same thing. I, I, I understand. But when it comes down to sports, and I mean, I, I don't know how in the world. Uh, 
let me throw this at you guys because this is an interesting take from one of our listeners, Nick in uh, Pennsylvania. Nick says, I believe it's a cease and desist on talks about trying to find a way to play. No other country, China, Italy, Spain, Britain, has returned to any sports, and they were affected before us. Link? I could look that to me is the practical and realistic view. I don't necessarily think this president is like that. I mean, I really, I really believe that he wants to, he wants to be the one who who saves the day in his mind. Well, I brought the people back. I'm the one who brought sports back. I mean, I can see him saying stuff like that. I, you know, but again, I, how, how in the world can we're not, we're behind these other countries. I mean, he's totally right. Agree. Nick's right. Totally agree. All right. Let's uh, let's take a quick T.O. We'll come right back. The big news, in case you missed it, at noon today, conference calls with the commissioners of all the major sports. We can imagine that it's Silver from the NBA, Manfred MLB, Goodell NFL, Bettman NHL, Maybe it's ahead of PGA as well as they try to figure out uh, uh, with the president. And, I, and I'm curious, no one knows yet what it's about, what it's regarding. Is it let's start sports a backup? Or is it, hey, guys, shut it down. We, we can't have all this false hope and everything else. Let's shut this whole thing down for six, uh, six months. Major, major news coming up, a conference call at noon where the fellas, Lincoln Kennedy, Anthony Gargano, right here on Fox Sports Radio. All right, 9.49 a.m. in the East, 6.49 from the Fox Studios in Los Angeles. Listen to this. So... Uh, Nick on the text board says, if Link's scenario is correct, then the president is the devil incarnate. <laughs> if, I, if I am a player association union guy, no way, quote, explanation, exclamation mark, non sequitur, Amazon and other packages could be spreading viruses. We really don't know. Uh, from the LA Times. On Twitter, workers at six Amazon facilities in Southern California have tested positive in the last week for coronavirus. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, this is all around us. What do we yeah. know? Yeah. That this thing, what do we know? And that's why I don't think he's the devil. I, I don't think he's some great humanitarian, believe me. But, you know, I, I don't think he's the devil. I I. At least I'd like to believe. Maybe you know, you know, I, I could be completely naive, but I got to believe that because I, I love Fauci. I think Doctor Anthony Fauci has been one of these people um, that you could go to as to get real information. I don't know about you if you're following it that like that, but I I look at Anthony Fauci and I and I feel like all right, you know, I'm getting kind of straight shot. You know, right from him. Well, look, without getting too political because we're closing out the show, I I honestly think that there should have been uh, 
somewhat of martial law come down a long time ago, non-essential travel and, and, and stuff, because this is spreading. You've got the arrogance of people just, you know, here in Arizona, for sure. I'm just my, the state where I live, you've got people who are, who are out on trails, walking trails. And they're, you know, they, they've got their, their Rangers that are saying, talking about social distancing, but it's impossible. You're, you're sharing the space. And they're sweating, pepper, and you know that you're going up and down hills and mountains and stuff like that. It's just it, it putting a lot of people in harm's way, and it tracks, you know, to where you know people shouldn't be doing it, but they're still doing it. Over this past week, they recently closed down the parks. They had all the parks open, and then, then yeah. they recently closed them down. That's almost like two weeks too late. Yeah. So, yeah, I, but I think misgivings. Look, I mean. It, it, this is historical, right? It's uncharted waters. Absolutely. For all of it. So there's going to be mistakes that are made. Agreed. Um, you know, throughout this thing. And and as much as I would love for, you know, our jobs and for us to be able to, to have something to, to look forward to, I just don't know if, if you're, if the projections like you saw, you were talking about, talking about in June and July, that's basketball's done. Um, baseball's halfway over. Yeah. End of story. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. I, you know, again, I, you know, I feel you on that. You know, the the only thing is, is that you go, all right. I, I, I guess, I guess what I'm looking at is there's no way in the world is he going to win peril. I, I, I can't see it. I, I, cause I can't see a, I can't see a scenario where it's safe. And I think we're too soon like to have any kind of a, all right, let's see strategically, can we play? Are you going to play on Mars? I mean, we're, we're all, where's there, there? There's no safe spot. You know, like? Totally agree, cuz. I mean, I, I think that's the, the scenarios you're trying to project, where you can do it, how you can do it. You're looking for answers. You're looking for opportunities, options. I just don't know how you make it happen logistically. I just don't. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. Anyway, we'll be uh, listening. Don't forget, 12 o'clock, that conference call. So uh, keep your eye on that. I know Ilo will. Everybody be safe. Thanks for listening. Fellas See out. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 